Welcome back to an off-season episode of the Loose is Fast podcast, your podcast home for all things NASCAR and some things not. Oh, we're changing the name again. <laughs> I am Kyle Vilcher and joined as always by Daniel Walker. Hello. Norman Sweet Feet Pelletier. <laughs> Doug Timidone here. And very special guest, Corey Diecast Slanger. Scoven. I wish I had cool shoes. <laughs> My parents. You can buy them shoes. online. Norm his, came in with back to school shoes. Got him at Target half off. He's got his back to school shoes on. Yeah, <laughs> but you can run real fast in those things. No, they, they don't have feet. lights. He's not gonna run. <laughs> fucking PF flyers over here. Norm showed up with Just a I pump brand up, new fresh pair of Vans on, and they look crispy. And we are giving them a hell. And they are white. white. Yeah, <laughs> they I are. haven't bought white shoes since like 2012, and I was like, you know, I'll shake it up. And now I hate them. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're not even like white with the gum sole. They are white, white, white on sole, white. No, they got black, black stripe. They got a black, a, a black stripe. No, yeah, the sole's black. Do you exclusively but, listen to Vanilla Ice when you wear those? <laughs> In my five O. <laughs> there it is. I'm Tri- glad you got it. Triple whites. <laughs> yeah, white on white on white. All well, right. I told Kyle when I ordered these, I was like, dude, I don't know. These look like Air Force Ones in the picture. Kyle's like, no, they'll be like normal Vans. Yeah, these are straight up like Air Force One. Fucking, those, those are sick, though. Which edition did you get? The Cocaina edition. <laughs> They're actually the Kyle Walker editions. Nice. Because uh, I wanted to bring you guys with me everywhere. Because your name's Kyle and your last name's Walker. Boo. It says it on the tongue. <laughs> oh, shit, it doesn't. <laughs> does, actually. Yeah. All right. On today's episode, we will talk some NASCAR news, have some fun with our 2023 superlatives answer some questions, and so much more. But before we get into that, and all that is this splendid episode, Dan, tell the folks how we put on such a mediocre at best production. Is it bad that in two weeks I completely forgot I had to do I this? I forget how to do my intros. <laughs> I can't believe I made it through all that. Yeah. Uh, we're brought to you this week and every other week by the Revival Motoring Network, Revival Motoring Podcast, all of the other shows on the network. And viewers and like you. RevivalMotoring.com slash B for B. Norm, what's that stand for? Bucks for the boys, 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 Too early. boys, 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 Christmas. No, thanks. That's, that's Thanksgiving pretty, comes that was first. pretty good. I'll you give you that one. You should have saved that for the next episode. Turkey. Uh, yeah, we got the Thanksgiving. That was pretty good. I'm, gotta, I'm not even going to try. Your boy does a mean turkey. Uh, There's a reason why Kyle wasn't talking when Dan did that. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, Jesus. Uh, all right. This is Deeper. what happens when there's no racing. <laughs> this is what happens. Get That's a, all I have. Buckle up, folks, because we're fucked. Hey, welcome to the off season. Give it our love. Cut the captain. Our bucks for the boys system is our value for value way of there. making sure that the lights stay on in this shithole so we can come in here and make absolute fucking fools out of ourselves for the next 13 weeks or however many fucking weeks are left. Too many. Ugh. Well, it's only half of those. Thank God. Um, <laughs> Fuck. Kramis. I liked uh, 
So basically what that is, is it's a monthly recurring donation. Um, that way, Josh from the Revival Motoring Network, the podcast daddy, the mastermind behind it all, can plan things like merch and events and other things and paying the bills so we can keep bringing you high quality because you don't want to listen to three idiots on a Zoom call. We tried that once and Kyle about had a gasket blow. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was not happy. No, I was not. He's be even less happy when you keep bringing it up. I'm going to keep bringing it up. Carry on. I'm going to get it for you. For 76 days, two hours, seven minutes, 51 seconds to the clash. Oh, the clash doesn't count according to flat out forever. Forever. It counts. It counts. It counts. It's cars on track. So if you go to revivalmotoring.com slash B4B, you can sign up there. Uh, it's a $2, $5, $10, or $20 donation, or a combination of any of those to make a new number. So if you do two plus two, I think that's five. It is. Okay. Today it is. Um, That'll come out every month, much like a Netflix subscription, but we're way cooler. Uh, we don't have Formula One. Um, <laughs> what a clusterfuck that was. The first part of it. Oh, was it? Um, you can also use PayPal. Uh, info at RevivalMotoring.com. You can send any amount you want. Chuck had a phenomenal idea this past weekend or this past week on the episode. There was no Josh. It was a little unhinged. If you, If every person that listened to us sent a quarter to PayPal, Think about that. Mm-hmm. Be a lot. You would you would make lives here. Oh yeah, we ain't asking for a lot. Just, just a little help in hand, a little smack on the ass. Yep. Call you an Uber. Well, hey, how you doing? <laughs> say hi to your mother for me. Hey, tell her we said hi. Tell her we said hey. Uh, I would say that's the home of Kyle's race day challenge, but that's over. So it is over. Never mind. Ethan's uh, package went out this morning. Nice. Well, I believe so. I think the guy picked it up. We I'm glad we could help. What? You're welcome. Yeah, we didn't do anything. I didn't do nothing. Not not at all. Uh, Other ways you can help us that are not monetary, but just as important. Uh, The biggest one we love the most is reviews. Oh, yeah. Kyle's already laughing. (laughs) Yep. So we have a review that has not been posted yet, but it was sent to us by our good friend, the one and only Mr. Dan Brown. The man, the myth, the legend. If you are fortunate enough to know Dan Brown, your life is enriched. I agree with that. He's a great human being. He so is the best. I was told not to pre-read this, so I have not. He has am- permanently marked my body in multiple times. Yes, I am. And he's given you a couple tattoos. Yeah, and that too. <laughs> he's also marked you emotionally. Uh, I'm going to open the text message right now, and we're going to get after it. Yep. I'm assuming it was five stars. I don't know if we do it. If I it hope was. so. Oh, that's long. Oh, it is five stars. Okay. Uh, I think the title is, I don't think I'll be the Dale Jr. review, but five stars. Found this podcast under the hashtag Peroni's disease for things that turn left. <laughs> I see why you didn't have me pre-read it. If you or a friend suffers from Peroni's disease, listen this to the pod- Lucas Fast podcast. This podcast is your one-stop shop for all things NASCAR. Whether you're a rookie or a seasoned veteran, nothing will torque you like will torque you like Cole Trickle like the Lucas Lucas Fast. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I know personally they will welcome anyone to an in-person race and they will treat you treat you in like one of their own. Let me take you in, maybe. Maybe, yeah. And you will forget that that yours ends where's theirs bends. <laughs> <laughs> and then he says, Peronis, loose is fast. Uh. You will forget that you're. Oh my god! I need to hug that man. Oh my god, that was fantastic. I'm sweating. 
Oh, that's just because it's hot in here. Yeah, this, well, yeah. So hot in her. But yeah, you can leave us oh, reviews on Apple. I think that's going to make number 89. We're so close to 100. I can fucking taste it. Mm, so if you haven't left us a it. review on Apple, go do it. Please. It'll Please. make us happy. Uh, you can also just leave star reviews on the old Spotify. I have still not set up Spotify on my new phone, so I have no idea where we're at. Um, yeah. Cool. Uh, what are other ways people can help us? Uh, share us. Yeah, do that. Tag sure. us in things. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, that type of stuff. Yeah, we'll go with it. Ooh, free, yeah. free Reese cup. Um, cool. All right. Let's get into our some things not segment. We don't, even, we we don't no really callbacks. have callbacks because we're in the off season. Yeah, but what's the scheme of the week? <laughs> we're going to get to that. Oh, okay. My new shoes, dog. Hey! hey! Let's get into the some things not segment, which we call <laughs> off track. What do you got, Norm? I got nothing. I haven't really done anything worth mentioning as of late. It's kind of sounds awesome. I kind of yeah, feel the I've same. Just been I'm pretty jealous of that. Chilling, working, just doing random stuff. A little shop cleaning here and there. Put the truck away up. Yeah, I'm about ready to. Yep. I haven't driven it in like three weeks, but I'm still like holding out. I'm pretty but sure like we're supposed every, to get- Like Friday was like 75 and sunny. Yeah. Yeah. And then Saturday, it's like, yeah, it's 30. Yeah, I think we're supposed to get snow tomorrow night. So like not a Ooh, lot. I'll take it out tomorrow night. Not a lot, but enough to fuck the roads up for everybody. I'll go kiss that thing with a tree, dude. Oh. <laughs> it's like the real Kyle, like the real Kyle sent me earlier this year. Yep. No, I'm kissing on New Year's and it was a picture of like Jersey barriers and trees and bridge abutments. <laughs> <laughs> I did that last year. It's old news. Yeah, true. Well, yeah, I haven't really done too, too much. Uh, like I said, nothing worth noting. Uh, anyone wants to buy a snowmobile? Selling one of Got my snowmobiles. Uh, no one else has bought it yet. Kind of annoying. It's great. Purple. It's white. Love it. It's you, pretty. You guys want to buy it? It's really pretty. Buy it, please. Money, money, please me. Now, money. Whoa. Um, other than that, I started re-listening to the Harry Potter books because I've decided this is the time of year. I think I'm going to do it every year, dude. I'm in or, the dark ages. Until I get bored like, of it. I now that all the podcasts I listen to have stopped. Like every day at work, I'm like, oh, I have to pick music to listen to. God damn it! That's kind of what I was like. I was like, all the podcasts are ending. Harry Potter's like historically like a Christmas, like the movies and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do like the off season and use books instead of podcasts. Smart. Smart move. Last year, it kind of overlapped into Daytona a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you did it this kinda, time of year. Was, yeah. I, but I started after Christmas last year. So I'm yeah. thinking now, give me a chance by New Year's, a little past New Year's, I'll be good to go yeah. for NASCAR podcast. Nice. But I've been listening to those a bit. Nice. Nice. Otherwise, I got some new shoes, boys. <laughs> Yay. Came through dripping. New shoe goofing. My feet hurt. What do you got for the folks, Dan? Kind of the same. A lot of the status quo. Nothing really to write home about. Trying to get as much uh, outside shit in as possible before it all disappears. Yes, that means golf. Mm -hmm. Uh, Probably losing that soon. They're slowly starting to close around us. Obviously, there's some down here that'll stay open, but we'll see about that. I think we're going to be in for a winner this year, boys. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, buy my snowmobile. It's going (laughs) to snow a lot. Friday, little fun thing happened. Yeah. My first speeding ticket in like eight years. Whoa. Busted. Yep. yep. Nailed. How much in what? A lot. Okay. You're sitting in the GTA. Okay. So I was, I was working in Lawrence last week and we got out early Friday. I was just cruising home and literally just spacing out going up 93 car in front of me. I was just kind of following him. He moved over and I just continued the trajectory. I was going, the road was actually pretty busy and everybody was, I was just flowing with traffic. Come around the corner by the way station in Salem. 
Stady sitting right in the middle there. I look down, I'm over 90. I'm like, oh, oh shit. So I kind of like let off. As soon as I go by, I see the brake lights come on. I'm like, God damn it. So he pulls me over. He got me doing 91 and a 65. Ugh. Very nice though. The guy was like, I was like, listen, I'm like, didn't realize it was that bad. I was just kind of spacing out. But as soon as I saw you, I looked down and was like, oh God, I fucked up. That's not the funniest part though. Go on. So as he's pulling me over, I open the glove box to get my registration out. I'm still, I think I just pulled over. Pound of cocaine. <laughs> almost as bad. Kilo. In my glove box. <laughs> almost as bad? In my glove box is something I forgot that was there. Severed Your human gun? head? That would have been fine. It's New Hampshire. Yeah, I was like. Yeah. Kevin Miller's open bottle of scotch from Pocono that I was meaning to bring <laughs> here oh, is in my glove box. Oh, God. It's been in my glove box since the time I was supposed to bring it down for Kevin. And then I think he didn't come or something. I don't remember. But I was like, I'll put it in the car for when he comes next time. It's been in my glove box. Completely forgot about it. I open the glove box and go, because ah! <laughs> there's an open bottle of fucking alcohol right there. <laughs> Did he see it? Thank God he had not gotten out of his car yet. I took it out of the glove yeah, box. Always get your stuff out of the glove box before the cop gets to your window. Oh, always. Just in case. So I panicked because I can't find my registration. So now I got to get rid of this thing. I threw it under the seat. That then I probably took, makes it worse. And then I took like, I had a red, I had a red bull in a shopping bag that I hadn't drank. And I put that in front of it. And then I found my registration and closed it. And I'm like, nothing's moving. We're good. None the wiser. Wow. But I had a momentary of like, I opened it and I just see it. And I'm like, oh, oh no. Sir, do you know why I pulled you over? And why are you sweating? Oh, I was, <laughs> I was feeling it. I have, I was pretty drunk, sh shaky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not. A, thank God I'm not a hard alcohol guy. But so he was very nice, though. It's not mine. I'm holding it for a friend. That's yeah. How are you going to fucking say that, dude? Like it's open. He drank some Question at Pocono. It's not for, like it was a brand new bottle. If it was brand new bottle, I wouldn't have cared. But seals broken. There's alcohol missing. Clearly you peeing all over the floor. Question yeah. for you other law abiding citizens. Can you have it in your glove box? If no. Your glove box was no. locked. You, no, I don't think so. If it's locked. Yes. Right. Oh, yeah, actually, all you yeah, have to right. do is say, like, I just unlocked it when you pulled me over. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, but. Because yeah. almost like under the seat would be worse than in a locked glove box. You're not supposed to be able to is, reach it. That's right. the thing. But even with a locked glove right, box. But in the cabin, I think is counted as reaching. Yeah. yeah, but even in a locked glove box now, like GTI is pushed to start. I don't need the key. The key doesn't need to be in the ignition. I could just unlock it. and like, right, You know that, what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's a gray area, but. I would yeah. just stick the key in the glove box when it's open. I had a no, minor. I unlocked it. It was a minor, like. Oh fuck. And I'm like, look, and he hasn't gotten out of the car yet. I'm like, I gotta do something. Cause I couldn't find the registration because on as well as the open bottle of scotch was the thousand napkins. Steph has put in the glove box for in case someone shits the napkin. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, where the fuck is my registration? This is a BP oil and spill. I just needed to get that thing out so I could look for the registration. Cause if I'm like fumbling around looking for the registration, clank, clank comes walking up. I can explain. So I had to get rid of the fucking dog. Oh, <laughs> Hold this officer. Absolute, <laughs> absolute panic. The guy was super nice. I was just like, listen, I was spacing out. I'm sorry. Like I obviously you got me. And he ended up, he only wrote me up for 80 and a 65. So it went from an over $400 ticket to like 180, which I can live with that. It sucks, but you're going to fight it. You can pay it. Dude, he already cut me if that big of a fucking break. I've I've played that game before of fighting it when they give you a big break like that. You go in and he's like, dude, I could really I, I gave you a fucking break already. Like, yeah. So I'm I probably not even gonna waste my time. I'll just fucking pay it and just eat it. Just eat it. It was stupid. Eh? Just go to court and be like, Do you have it on camera? I what no, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, he wasn't even like, I wasn't even fucking around. I wasn't, I was, I felt like I was flowing with traffic, but I was the first car in line in the fast lane. So I was just following the guy in front of me and he moved over and I continued on the route I was going and nabbed. Busted. Yeah, that'll get you. Yep. First time, uh, I have a long and colored history of speeding tickets and that's, I had been good for a long time. I mean, I lost my license more times than I had it when I was a teenager. Mm Mm-hmm. I lost it. I mean, because in New Hampshire, if you get any moving violation, you lose your license. It's 20 days, then 45, then the third and subsequent times are 90. So I lost it for 60 days. My first offense was a reckless hop. That was the 25 plus whatever the reckless hop was. So that was 60 days. Street racing in a Saturn. Nope. Wrong. That wasn't the street racing one? Nope. That was uh, driving through the mall parking lot late at night. A cop followed us in. It was like, you know, cruising around on Friday night. Our buddies were in the mall parking lot. They're like, hey, meet us here. So like four of us go in there, not even driving bad. We were just doing, we were going around the ring road around the mall at like 2530. An undercover cop followed us in. Apparently that's a 15 and we were doing like 2530. Wrote all of us up for reckless op. Were there not speed bumps uh-huh. back then? No, there was no speed bumps no. back then. Because now it's horrible. Oh, it's yeah. He I'm almost, assuming you're talking about the mall in New yeah, Hampshire. He almost ran Steph. She was in her car, almost ran her off the road. <laughs> she wasn't like going fast like flew by her caught up to me and my buddies gave all of us reckless ops, even though we were just driving through like the road, we weren't cutting through the parking lot, like anything yeah. like that. So yeah, that was 60 days. Then lost it for 45, lost it for 90 twice. And then lost it for three years because uh, too many points. That'll do it. I used to go fight tickets all the time and I would fight to not lose my license on that day. Did not realize that the points were accruing until I got a letter in the mail that was like, you're allowed X amount of points in a year or two years and you've got this many. And I was like, ha huh? crap. Yeah. Cause I thought it was, um, this is a long time ago, but I thought it was, you get pulled over once you're on probation. You get pulled over again after that. Nope. You're you lose your license. I knew someone who got, when we were all 16, 17, I knew a kid who got like the old California stop at a stop sign lost over 20 days, any moving violation at all. Yeah. yeah, see, it wasn't Instantly. that strict when I got my license. Yeah, it was when I was. Like, you got anything. You fucking breathed wrong. You lost. If yeah. you were under, I think it was under 20. And if you were under 20 years old, you got any moving violation at all. You had that system was in place. You could fight it, and sometimes you were able to get put on probation, but they were pretty strict about it. Yeah, but yeah I when got I, pulled over a bunch of times, I'm guessing before 20, and I never lost my license. We have to get a ticket. Yeah, I've, Not gotten, just pulled I've over. gotten tickets. Oh, come on. I got but, one in Am- Amherst right past Walmart where, you know, the cops just sit Yep. because Amherst cops are chodes. If you don't live anywhere near us, you have no idea what we're talking about. But if you live near where me and Dan live, you know that five feet after you pass Walmart, you go into Amherst and the cops fucking hate everybody. Uh, they're still not as bad as like where yeah. there's, a, there's a town near me uh, where my, my ex used to live. And there's like this really long main road route 18 goes from my town all the way down to Cape Cod and the cops just sit there in yep. that town right on the road. I have two pages on my driving record from them of uh, every possible illegal operation they could give me. Front plate, yep. like too low, too loud, music, disturbing the people. Like every bullshit thing they could ever give me because they could never get me for speeding. I never did anything wrong. They would just, but they just bagged me yeah. for the car. Um, that was, there was a, a national way, cop that used to do that. Oh, I got, Officer Murphy three different I got pulled over three different times each time that cop did something more illegal than he claimed I did to pull me over each time was a verbal warning or a written warning next time your car's getting impounded 
next he, time. He okay. always was, came and he never impossible. This was when we were we were all younger and this guy for like 15 years, he was like that old mythical lore. Everyone was like, watch out when you go to Nashua. Officer Murphy, he hated modified cars. He would fuck with you he so got me hard. Four different times. He never pulled me over. I don't know why, but I also anyway. avoided I also avoided Nashua. Um but yeah, when I lost it for three years, that was the worst because it was I got a it was a habitual offender for speeding. That's what they called points. Yeah. They're like you can lose it for six months or four years. I got the full four years, but after like 18 months, I could petition to get it back. But that was when we lived in Boston. I didn't need it, whatever. Petition to get it back. When we moved back home from Boston, I go in to like the hearing and the woman like opens my stuff up and she's like, oh, you had her, like the person that gave me the four years. Yeah. I was like, what do you mean? She goes, well, she's known to be really heavy handed. You, you shouldn't have lost your license for more than six months. You just had a bunch of speeding tickets. She treated you like you had DUIs. And I'm like, Oh, that's good. Thanks. Appreciate it. I, oh, I was fucking livid. I was like, just give me my license back. So do, do I not need to pay taxes next yeah. year? Like, what's the deal? Here? Yeah. Oh, I was pissed. But yeah, I've been pretty good. I think the last one I got was with Doug on the way to work one morning in Hudson. And that was like seven or eight years ago. So I got a no inspection sticker ticket on my Miata was the last ticket I got. And that was 2015, I think. It's been a while. And it was so Murphy. Surprise. Been a while. I, the cop was even like, I'm sorry. I had to write you up. I'm like, dude, I get it. You got me going 91. Like, I understand. I didn't think I was getting out of it. <laughs> like, I, I get it. So, yeah, aside from that, just the status quo random bullshit. Getting everything ready for the winter, pretty much. Everything's actually ready. It's just just waiting for the snow to fly. It's fucking cold enough. It's supposed to be like dude, 15 tonight. I yeah. fucking love snow. Wolf. Corey, what do you got for the folks? Not a whole lot. Most of the past two months since I've been here last, just house renovations. That's it. And just sinking myself into that and that new rabbit hole. And it's a shitty rabbit. It hole. sucks, yeah. right? Yeah, it's great. It's and great. it sucks at the yeah. same time. How's it like coming? Slowly bringing the house into this millennium. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is. My electrical stuff should be done tomorrow, which is nice. I had to, as I was telling Kyle earlier. Oh, this is good. Tell him that. So the box, the electrical panel was updated maybe five years ago. So it's, it's newer. We were doing like some like renovations, like, oh, we're taking a wallpaper. And I'm like, man, I keep blowing a fuse. And I go down to the box. I'm looking at it. And I'm like, they put every single outlet on the same breaker. Pardon? <laughs> every outlet <laughs> was on the same breaker in the breaker box. That's not how that's. I know. That's not how this works. Well, that's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. It works. But hold on. The kitchen appliances were on their own separate ones. So at least that was good. Jeez. But everything else, I was flip like, the blender on, the whole house shuts off. Basically, <laughs> use a blow dryer, forget it. Yeah, oh god, they did. It was a whole bunch of like shoddy stuff, and I'm like, all right, I just want it done, and I'm just doing it right. Like, just I'm already in here this much. Just let's just do it. And it's like, yeah, that'll be done tomorrow, hopefully. Um, after that, it's just kitchen, and then we're pretty much done at that point dude old house electrics like suck like with ours especially like knob and tubing well ours isn't that bad yeah knob and tubes the worst but the shit that like our house has so we have our regular breaker box and then 15 years ago they got a standalone generator put in which has its own breaker box and their shit fed into that when i was like changing stuff when we first moved in like changing light fixtures and stuff I'd be flipping shit in the regular breaker box and the where I need to shut off isn't shutting off. And then I realized, oh, I have to shut it off in the other one. In the generator. In the generator one. one. I'm like, what the? F-? It's yeah. so confusing. And like, it's terrifying when you don't know if the thing is off. Yeah. When you're like, is this off? I don't know. We're going to find out. Like, 
It's not fun. No, not at all. It's going to work. I'm getting a day out of work. Yeah. And it's like all the circuits are like the garage, the porch and the kitchen are on one. And then like the like it's not even like the upstairs and downstairs are on their own circuits. It's like this half of the upstairs and the downstairs that's below it. And this, yeah, you got to look at it like in the sense of what's the shortest things to run together. Yeah. Uh, The sucky things like on that same vein, I was replacing one of the bathroom fans at the new house. It was just old and didn't shed enough light in the room. I was like, I'll just replace the whole fan, get a nice light in it. Boom, done. I went down to the panel. I was like, oh, not a single fucking one is labeled. Mine are labeled, but they're all wrong. So I'm good. I was home by myself Ugh. and then uh, my buddy Charlie came over. I was like, thank God you're here. He's like, why? I was going to help you with other stuff while you did that. I'm like, I'm about you're to light s- the house on fire. I'm turning every single bulb on and I'm going to start screaming to you. Yep. Is it off yet? <laughs> hey, is it off yet? Yeah, that was, that was me and Steph when I think I was doing the same thing. Awful. I was doing the bathroom vanity light and I'm downstairs just like click, 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 click. And I'd hear that one from upstairs and I'm fucking two floor. I'm in the basement yeah. and I'm like, I flicked two at once. Which one? <laughs> like, Is it this one? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why it's the fucking, cause all of mine are labeled, but they don't make sense. Like her grandfather labeled them incredibly vague. Like I'd almost rather them not have labels. Cause I'm like, okay, this outlet is in the kitchen and I'll flick it. And I'm like, the outlet still works. What the fuck? Oh, it's connected to the bedroom one. That's above it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's like our garage, the opener. We found out that anything in the garage was fed in through the master bedroom. Didn't even have its own one. Jesus. Yeah. Well, we had that a couple <laughs> couple weeks ago. So I have a cord running out to the camper right now. I haven't actually backed it up and like closed it up for winter yet. So mm-hmm. it's still plugged in. And I think the cord had gotten wet and it tripped the breaker for yep. the, it's plugged into the garage. I have an extension cord running out from the garage. Steph calls me. I'm at work. She's like, the bathroom lights upstairs aren't working. Pardon? Apparently, don't you, the, don't you love that call when you can't do shit the about bathroom it? lights in the upstairs and the downstairs aren't working. Nothing on the porch or the garage was working. Those two things, all the porch and the garage are right next to each other. That makes sense. Yeah. The, the bathrooms bathroom are lights. fucking 40 feet over there. <laughs> like, why are those on the same circuit? Oh, Jesus dude, Christ. It's so fucking dumb. And then I it wasn't houses. even on. Then it wasn't even on either of the breakers. It was on. There's a ground breaker that tripped. Oh yeah. It's like a master ground. Yep. That's what common ground. Yeah. So I'm like looking at the fucking brick, the both circuit or both breakers. And I'm like, nothing is tripped. And I'm looking around. I'm like, I think I got just wet your fingers, stick your fingers. Oh my God, dude. It's so like, that's why (laughs) got it. That's why like sometimes it obviously it's stupid money, but having a like new construction, it's like, Oh, you know what everything it's like building something yourself. You know what everything does, you know? Yeah. Even our house has only had one other family living in it. Her grandparents yeah. built it in the seventies, but it's that old that things have just gotten convoluted over time. You know, yeah. I could imagine moving into a house where there's been, it's a like, um, like stairs, house yeah, yeah, from the 1800s. How many fucking families have lived in there and fucked with stuff? Yeah, exactly. You know? That's I'm glad that I'm the second owner of my house. Yeah. Cause like, I know the shoddy work in there, but I know it's like one time shoddy. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's, like that's how I am. That's, yeah. that's exactly how I feel. Um, uh, thankfully the, since we've last been on here, the old house is sold. Kyle's rich again. Yep. I saw We're that. Doing okay. I, I saw that number. 
Yep, Dan saw it. Um, so I'm trying to promptly set up all of the things to do to the new house so I don't buy something stupid. It's literally why he sent me a picture of the the number and he goes, I need help because I'm going to do something really fucking stupid. Yep, that's right. <laughs> and then the next day there's a Facebook post. Was thinking about a 9-11. I'm like, Kyle! <laughs> I know, it's really bad. Oh, get us a suite for the Daytona 500. Come on. Yeah, good Bro, he that. could buy a suite. <laughs> yeah. I'll take a donation. We're all going to live in it. <laughs> so got the got the, the deposit from the selling of the old house. So I'm, now I'm trying to coordinate all the things that need to be done on the new house. So I've got people coming over and quote Have shit, they whatever. like moved into the new house yet or? Uh, they started bringing How stuff. How weird is it going to be to drive by and see like. I drive by it every single day. That's, I mean, like see like, other I have to. cars in your Do driveway. Do you ever accidentally turn the driveway yet? Uh, I haven't in a couple of weeks. Okay. So I've. Thankfully, it was like a month gap between the two. So like I got used to it. I did it quite a few times. Just hit uh, the blinker and you're like, oh, I don't actually. Yeah, crap. Yeah, it got down to the point where I didn't actually pull in. It was like I slowed down and oh, nope, never mind. Bro, that's so, the video you made got me a little misty. It was yeah. a little misty. Yeah, that was a, that was a, a little retrospective of yeah. the, the peach beach. Yeah, you guys made a made I, cameos in we it. Did. We did multiple we were there. in there, actually. Just two from championship weekend last year and the poolside. And Brad Perez, yeah, race yep. the Sonoma race last year. Yep. So that's done. So uh, coordinating all the stuff. So the the North America tour is coming to a close. Thank God. Are you done? Uh, one, one more, more, right? Yeah, one, one more. more. Uh, this past weekend, I was down in Pittsburgh. Drove down there uh, for Buddy's wedding. That's the other side of Pennsylvania. Yeah, it's a long drive. That's a hike. Dude. It was like uh, nine and a half hours. Yeah, that's a driving hike. time. And you guys drove. We drove. Yeah. Uh, it was, we had a great time. Like, all of our friends were there. I was like, going to say, I didn't realize that it was somebody because I, the name Rich is very familiar. I, when yeah. I saw whose wedding it was, I was like, I, I don't know him well, but the name, I know the, the New England E30 club. I think he's he one of the y, of I think he used to be a YR guy, a yuppie racing guy. Maybe that's why I think he hung out familiar. with them, but he had yeah. the, the E30 squad. Yeah. So his name was familiar, but I'm like, I'm looking at all of my friends, like Ken's in Pittsburgh and Joey's in Pittsburgh. And I knew you guys were going to Pittsburgh and I'm like, all right, so this is somebody I must know because yeah. everybody I fucking yeah. know is down there. You've definitely met him. He used to Probably. do all the stuff with the Volkshore squad and Probably. whatever. He moved out to Seattle with his now wife um, a few years back, but awesome dude. We had a great time. You saw the pictures in my story, right? That venue was unbelievable. It looks sick. It looks sick. Looked yeah. high class. Yeah, super nice. A, looked like Liberace threw how, up in the place. It was how mad wild. was Joey's son that you guys went and saw birds without him? He was pissed. <laughs> pissed. I saw the Facebook status and I'm like, oh, Joey's big mad. He was so angry. And I kept rubbing it in and showing him pictures and like just texting him pictures from the other side of the wedding. It was great. Uh, but we had a really good time. Um, so yeah, the, the North American tour has a two week break. Thank God. So we got Thanksgiving this weekend. Nothing the weekend after that. Where you're going? North Carolina, North Kakalaka, North Kakalaka. Nice. Uh, Another landing, one. Yep. Landing in Charlotte. Uh, going to the Hall of Fame. I hate you. I know. Um, it's fun. You'll like it. Yeah, that whole side you. of the table. Fuck yep. you guys. Yeah, fuck yeah. both of you. I'm really excited about it. Uh, but it's my cousin's wedding, so going down there for that. Nice. Uh, but at least I have some time in between to hopefully finish unpacking. Maybe, possibly. Doubt it. Get some of it done. Some of just it. in time yeah. for Christmas. But uh, got the the new lounge, bro. Mostly there. Kyle so goes shut down the lights. So it's like a yeah. it's like a day or two after he sends me that the, I'm going to make a stupid decision, and then he texts me like two days later. I made a stupid decision. I'm thinking like the worst. I'm, what What did you do? I bought a couch at Costco. I was like, oh, that's not even that bad. No, no. <laughs> I got it for the what I'm calling Riverside now. Oh, Riverside. I'm calling it Riverside. I like it. All right, because. You can see the river yep. from, from from the couch. So I like it. Riverside. I think it's going to get you a sign made. Yeah. 
right? Because Peach Beach, we peach can't, beach we can't relive sign. Peach Beach. No. That's dead. I think the sign can, the Peach Beach sign should go up somewhere as yeah. in memoriam. Yes, of course. But so I'm calling it Riverside is that for obvious reasons. Considered a river? Yeah, it's considered the Four no, River. It's not like a bay. No, no it's a it's river. called to the Four the bay, River. F O R E. Yeah, Four River. It's a river to the bay. Yeah, that river yeah, goes thought, out to. I thought to, you were more bayfront. No, no, that goes out to the harbor. You'd know if you helped them move. Um, it's really. Did it ask? Didn't respond. It's ten four. It's really close to it. Um, yeah. It's about at the end of it, but yeah, you're like, literally at the mouth yeah, of the river into the, the bay. Procter and Gamble factory. Um, is I could see it. I'm like, still mad right I wasn't there the right day the, the yacht opening. burned down. Oh, I know that was sick. Uh, but anyway, so got the got the couch for what I'm calling Riverside. Set up the lights. You guys saw that. <laughs> the sound <laughs> lights are lights. Ridiculous. We're gonna try those. Dude, the, was it you or Steph put up the? The video of Bodie just sitting there vibing. Me. <laughs> just sitting there vibing with the lights going on. I'm off. blasting music to test how well it actually dances to the light. Bodie comes right down, sits right in front of the speaker, lays down, hanging out. Did you choose between backlit and bottom lit? Did you it's go backlit? I went with back. Backlit's back. back yeah. the way to go. Because like the couch is modular, obviously it comes out in sections or whatever. So like if we end up, you know, have, when we have a race day, if we end up moving sections around, we don't want to rip the lights out. So I put it along the back of the couch. Yep. So I think Smart. it looks better. Yep. Um, I think it, the pictures you sent, it's us more, it's more effective. Yeah. Sure. Way more effective. Yeah. yeah. Um, when I went to Ikea, I was trying to sell stuff on the underglow because every bed in there has underglow. Yeah. You just get what I got. Kinda well, Steph got it for me for Christmas. It's just like the rope stuff. Yeah. It's like Google yeah. or whatever it is. It has yeah. an app and oh, shit. That, yeah. That was, yeah, I, bought I, did. I, got I bought a bunch of the double-sided, the sticky tape stuff mm -hmm. a couple years ago. And I had it like under my computer desk and stuff like yeah, that. That's what it is. It's it just funny good how for like a couple weeks and the sticky stuff just did not. It's last. funny how they're all the same. The underglow I have in the cabrio, the underglow on the boat, any of those, it's all the same shit. Yeah. Like the one I got for the boat, it's like, it's Marine grade. I'm like, it's the same fucking stuff that yeah. you buy for putting behind your TV. This was like a better one. I think because the sticky tape on the back had like three M on it. So yeah. I was like peeling off three M. So I'm like, this should be pretty good. Plus sticking it directly to the wall. Like it, it should stick pretty good. Right. It's yeah. not really getting, moved it's not around. No. around yeah. no. So yeah. pretty excited about that. Uh, that was something else I did two weekends ago was got lost in Ikea again. Had been a long time since I got lost in that. Oh yeah. My that God, I hate that place. And uh, the Simrig saga continues. Ugh. My last piece of news. Um, for those that have been listening, my Simrig decided the computer itself wanted to shit its pants. Well, no, first your pedal's fucked up. Yep. You fix that. Yep. And then the computer itself decided to die mid-race. Um, yeah, you got the pedals fixed and you were like, I'm going to test it. When was the last time you raced? A month and a half ago. He hasn't raced pro in yeah. almost two months. And then you fixed the pedals that night. Then like a week later, you were like, I'm going to test it, make sure everything's right. And then the computer died. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Well, it was, uh, I got, I got set up, hopped on. It was, I missed two weeks because I was moving and then I got everything set up and I hopped on that night and then the pedals weren't working, found out the pedals were dead, fixed it within that week and was going to get on the next week. The, and that's when the computer died. The pedal saga was Wednesday, October 4th. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, uh, thought it was the, um, power supply. Turns out it was not. Turns out it was the motherboard. Motherboard is El Tosto. So go on Amazon, buy a new one, upgraded one. Figured why not? We're in here. We'll get a better one. Shows up. Uh, my buddy was doing the build for me while we were away. He's like, just ship it to my house. Perfect. He goes, good news. Uh, motherboard showed up. Bad news is somebody bamboozled Amazon. It's like, excuse me, what? So someone had put the four year older version of it that was used, broken and covered in dust in the box of the new one I just bought. 
and they so, returned it to get the and returned it to Amazon, and then they resold it to me. That's grimy. Yep. So ordered another one, and that should be here today. So saga continues. I hate everything. I've had such good luck ordering computer stuff through Amazon, but I always look at Newegg first. Yeah. All right. I got to raise your hand. Yep. Yes. Okay. What happens first? I know it's not the question segment, but I got a question. I just thought about it. I want to lose it. Kyle gets his computer working or Chase Elliott wins a race. Ooh, Ooh that's not nice. That's not nice. I'm hoping it was this week. Oh. Is your, is your, <laughs> did your computer break its shoulder randomly throughout the year? Yeah. 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 It's going in for surgery. All of a okay. sudden. It's in for surgery uh, right now, actually. Also, near near and dear to your house, uh, we got to go to Top Golf because it's fun as fuck. Yeah, I'm mad that you went without me. Yeah, it's open. Yeah, because we said we were going to go together and you went without me. Uh, That was my my little sister begging to go because she loves Topgolf. Well, I'm your brother. When we've got in Orlando. So it's a little weird. It's me. You've been before, right? Topgolf? Yeah. Yeah, Vegas. Okay, so they have the actual holes in the floor. Yeah. They're all lit up and shit and you hit the ball into the netting. Right. Not like that in Boston. I'm assuming they're planning for snow. They're just painted targets and like, on the screen, it knows where you've hit it into those targets, but it's not the same as like the. How does it know? It there's chips in the balls. There's little RFID chips uh, inside the balls. So I, yeah. I, I follow somebody. That would have been my guess. But. I follow somebody that cut one up, and there's a little chip inside the ball. But it, just like every the top golf, fun as fuck. But it was a train wreck. We went a week after they opened. Yeah, they were out of chips. Like we couldn't order any dips. We were like, we're gonna get guac and queso and shit. They're like, yeah, we anything with chips, we we can't give you. They were out of like chicken tenders. They were out of like half the menu. The the girl was like, yeah, our manager hasn't figured out how to order the right stuff yet. I was like, Jesus Christ, y'all going to get that sorted. So we still do need to plan a family field yes. trip where we go to that and putt shack. Put, yeah, putt shack. I want to go to putt shack bad. Yeah, we go to those two. Things. Every time I look, though, every time I look at putt shack, it's like, oh, they have an opening at 1030. Like it's always it's always p.m. They're open to like one in the morning. It's like a bar, but they'll have, they won't have an opening till like 10 30, 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. And I'm like, it's It's in Boston. Yeah. So, Dedham. but Top Golf was, you drive past it on the way home. Yeah. Well, I know we passed the new Top Golf yes. on the way home. Yep. Cause that's, that place one. was lit up like a goddamn fucking like, oh, the last space couple station. weeks. The last couple weeks that we, and I was like, I've never seen this building before. Yeah. Now it's like I'm looking into the sun. Oh, I've been watching them every, for the last month and a half, I've been watching that get built. And then like a couple weeks ago, we drove by and I saw the giant TV in the bar on. I was like, we're getting close. They're testing shit. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so, I'm stoked. See, that there. might be the thing that hooks me into golf. It's fun. Like you never hell. know. I might go to Top Golf, have a decent swing and go, I could spend about $10,000 on yep. this hobby. It's uh, I, it's just fun because it's you don't even have to be good at golf. It's just fun to go fuck around. Yeah. It's like bowling. Like you suck at bowling, but uh, you, you may go the, the route of Joey Sun. Our buddy Joey Sun, who we've yes. talked about, uh, has this weird thing where he's just randomly good at weird shit. Yep. So we went axe throwing for the first time. Ever. It. Kid was so damn good. The guy that was running the show was like, hey, uh, do you want to like try my competition version? Kids just burying bullseyes left and right. I'm like, when? How long have you been doing this? It's the first time. Guy, what the guy, fuck? The guy's then trying to sign him to We a take him to the driving range. Yeah, we do league nights on Wednesdays. We, we were doing driving range one night. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm playing with my mom tomorrow. I haven't played at all. Like, I'm going to go to driving range tonight. You want to come? He's like, yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. Hand him a club. First time he ever swung. Ugliest swing ever. Bombs. Straight. Just dead hitting straight, yeah. dead straight bombs with the ugliest swing ever. I'm like, what the That's fuck? I feel like I would be like that at like a driving range. Yeah. And you get me on a course. Fucking well, that's the, so that's like, the thing. I Me and Steph were actually joking it. about it the other day because when we're at Top Golf, 
I hit them so good because there's no worry like, oh, I have to find this where it goes. So you swing more freely and I just hit fucking straight bombs into the they, the the last target against the back fence or the back net is called the trench. Yeah, it's just a trench back there that collects the balls. Just bomb after bomb after bomb. And then, yeah, then we go play golf like two days later and I'm like, yeet into the woods. I'm like, oh, that's right. I'm overthinking oh, it's it. Broke that old ladies window. I'm overthinking it because I'm stupid. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You go to a driving range and just swing freely because you don't have to give a fuck. Yeah. yeah Second, then you have to give a fuck. Totally different. <laughs> I was way better at the driving range. Yeah. Right. That's like me and bowling. I'm the same at bowling as yeah. I am at cornhole. Look like an idiot when I'm throwing the thing, but dead accurate yeah. every time. Yeah. Bowling, I'm like that for like the first like five frames. Frames? Yeah, I guess that's yeah. yeah frames. Frames. frames is where you're five at. Five frames, and then it's like, oh, I'm having a good game. And I start like focusing. And then it's and over. It's just like gutter, gutter, yeah. gutter, gutter. I'm like, what just happened? Yep. That happened yesterday. We played golf yesterday. Four, first 14 holes playing out of my mind, and then a combination of getting tired and overthinking it and just threw everything away in the last four, the last five holes. Yeah. It's usually when I'm too <clears> drunk to see the ball anyway. I'm too drunk. Not a big drinker on the, not a big drinker on the course. I'll have a couple beers, but I've never understood the point of, cause then I just get pissed off at myself. Yeah. That's why I stopped doing that. There. Yeah. yeah. I'm, like, I'm good for like two or three. I've gotten a good buzz before. And then I get mad at myself for doing it because well, then when you I go to that to little, suck. uh, that competition thing every year. Don't yeah. That's, yeah, that's the problem. That? I, yeah. I, I get, yeah, you get your fix. You do it once a year. I do it once a year. Yeah. I mean, I'll have a couple beers. I'll, I'll have a beer here or there on the course. If I'm feeling frosty on a Friday night or a Saturday. But I like a, a couple beers and a cigar on the golf but course. But the guys, I see these guys all the time. cigars on the golf course? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No shit. I see these guys all do. the time that, like, they'll pull the card up at the end of their round and it's just fucking bottles pouring out of it. I'm <laughs> yeah. Like, all right, I get it, but, like, what's it? Yeah. Maybe that much Hit fun. Hit a 300. Like, yeah. So that's not good. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> yeah. It's not a high score game. It's not bowling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So let's uh, get off the some things not and get into the all things NASCAR. Yeah, nothing else shall to talk we? about. So. Breaking news. The news. News. We will start off with the uh, bit of somber news that happened over the past two weeks. Unfortunately, we lost the late great Ken Squire. Yeah, um, that that sucked. Yep. They mean a couple, couple guys came out earlier in the week and they were like, "Hey, listen, like we've spoken to his family, we've seen him, whatever, and it's it's not looking well." Good. The big He's thing was yeah, the big thing. thing. There was an event up at Loudon, up at the New England Sports Museum, because Ken's from Vermont. Yeah. There was an event up there, like a banquet kind of thing, and they honored a bunch of people. I think like Moody was possibly, I know Moody was there. Yeah. Uh, Dick Berger, and they honored a bunch of New England sports broadcasters, and Ken was one of them, but he wasn't able to be there. And I guess in the process of finding that out, like people like Dave Moody talked to his family, and they were like, it's not doing too good. And then it was like two days later, they said he was on hospice. And then it was like two more days later and he, yeah. he passed. Yeah. Moody was on Sirius. Uh, Moody's very, very close to him. You can thank Ken There's, Squire for Dave Moody being who Dave Moody is. I think they're from very similar areas. I think they both like grew up at Thunder when, Road. Well, when shit. Squire kind of got promoted, if you will, and, and kind of kept climbing the ranks, um, you know, their local track, Squire needed someone to fill in on Thursday nights. Is that Thunder Road? Yes. Yeah. When when Squire was moving up, he needed someone to fill in for him because he was, you know, spread too thin. Yeah. And he took Moody under his wing. Moody was selling, saying this on Sirius. And no shit. He taught Moody pretty much everything he knows. I, and, I can't uh, stand radio Dave Moody, but race call Dave Moody. I love him. Is a God. Yeah. I love him on race day. And and he credits Squire for giving him his start. So like you can really thank Ken Squire for Moody. You could thank Squire for a lot of things broadcast related. He um, founded MRN. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. MRN is a thing because of Ken Squire. Yep. So obviously our, our newer fans may not know the name Ken Squire, but uh, certainly look him up. Look up some of his calls on YouTube when you have some time. That man painted a picture like no I mean, other. If you've ever seen the 1979 Daytona 500, what is oddly, you know, not oddly, but is what is universally regarded as the race that made NASCAR what it was in the 2000s and even now. Yeah. That's Ken Squire. Mm-hmm. And there's a fight. Yeah. They know they have lost. They're be- You know what I mean? Like that. Yeah. I could hear it in my head. Yeah. Yeah, it's yep. that that call. I mean, there's so many. I actually was watching a YouTube video of some of his best calls. I mean, he's the reason we call Eric Jones that Jones boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When he go a couple throwback weekends, a couple years ago, throwback weekend, he was uh, hadn't done it the last couple years, but he did it the first few years, of the throwback weekend, they'd have him up in the booth on like stage two and he would just call the race for stage two. And it was fucking awesome. It yeah. Was crispy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was so good. He's unbelievable. So uh, our thoughts and prayers are to the Squire family. Uh, and we, we certainly lost a legend this the past week. Absolutely. So like Moody said, he's he's in a better place. You know, the last couple of years weren't quite the quality of life and wasn't quite the Ken that he, he knew. So yep. um, happy for him. Sad for us. Best way to put it, I can think. Yep. Um, all right. We'll move on to some other news. We got some driver updates, a couple quick bits to touch on. We got Brennan Poole will be racing full time for Alpha Prime next year. So congratulations to Mr. Poole. That'll be cool for Brennan. Yeah, absolutely. Good good opportunity for him and some pretty decent equipment, yeah. I think. Uh, Tanner Gray re-signs uh, to race full time in the truck series for Tricon Garage. No surprise there. Had a pretty good season. Constantly up front. Uh, Kyle Weatherman is in the news. He will be racing the 91 Chevrolet for DGM racing full time come next year. Good to see him get a solid uh, full time position. Yep. yep. He bounced around quite a bit, um, racing for a whole bunch of different teams this year. Saw his name constantly, He's but never consistent. Yeah, so. that's one of those guys that Dale Jr. speaks very highly of him. Yeah. Yep. He's one of those, the few that Dale Jr. is like, I, I want to see this kid in a better ride. So it'll be cool to see what he can do. I mean, it's obviously it's not top shelf equipment, but yeah. it's Josh Williams did pretty good in that equipment throughout the years. And um, Ross Chastain gets in it every once in a while and can yep. do pretty good as well. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. So it'll be very cool to see what he can do in that. Yeah. Nice to see him see just get a consistent ride, you know, instead of bouncing around. It's good to, you know, you can get some team symmetry and yeah, you, same, know, you get to know the piece. Brennan Poole. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So congratulations to all of them. Um, next bit I have here, Mr. Anthony Alfredo, Mr. Fast Pasta will not be returning to BJ McLeod racing for 2024 as it is kind of TBD uh, for what BJM racing will be doing with that Xfinity ride. If BJ if, is still alive by then with the $40 million in his pocket. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, they don't know if they're going to be doing full-time or part-time with that 78 car. So, Mr. Fast Pasta will not be there. No news on where he is going as of yet. Yep. But I'm sure he'll end somewhere. Good chance. I would think so. I would think pretty so. Pretty solid yeah, time. He's a pretty good talent. Yeah. 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 And, and he's a known name too. Yeah. And uh, the last bit of news that I have written here was kind of the big bit of news in terms of driver announcements. Colleague Racing is in the news for Massive announcing w. their new driver to the number 11 Chevrolet for next season. That will be Mr. Dan and Norm's son, Josh. Williams. Massive W. Yeah. Super cool for Josh. They've already kind of started the team bonding. He was down at, I, I'm assuming it was Florence. That was Florence. Yeah. Racing yeah. in yep. the Cars Tour or late model. Program. He's a late model Attached guy. I mean, that. his team, he's had a late model team. So he's a late Super model. Super cool. Guy. It's interesting that their colleague was all on board to brand up his late model car. Mm. 
but they never did with Justin Haley. I don't know if that was a choice made by Justin or by colleague. I don't know. But when he was racing all the dirt stuff, he did it under his own banner. Nothing ever attached to colleague. Um, it is super cool to see Chris Rice at a late model race. The colleague numbers on the car, colleague yeah. sponsor on the car. Uh, Alloy is that sponsor that Josh had quite a bit last year in yep. the series. I think they said they're, he's, they're he's, coming with him. He's bringing that over to yep. colleague. Apparently. And they have a good connection with uh, Chris Rice, what I heard. Yeah. So super cool. I mean, we've spoken very highly about Josh throughout the years, especially this year. He's gotten a lot of praise. Colleague, even though their cup program right now is kind of a dumpster fire, especially with the very heavy rumor that's going around with who's their other driver. Yeah. Uh, colleague, we've still, we've said it time and time again. If we want to be in any racing atmosphere, it's likely going to be colleague because they have such like a brotherly bond between their drivers. Yep. It's your two owners or your, your owner, Matt Colleague, and your team president, Chris Rice, seem like the coolest guys ever. Seem like everyone gets along there. Um, so that'll be super cool. This is one of those deals where it's like they're going after a driver and not the sponsor money. Yeah, yeah. Because I can't imagine Josh brings a bunch of sponsor money, but he brings a fan presence. He brings a happy personality. He brings a fair amount of skill with him. Yeah. So it's a super cool team up. Um, the other rumor that's, is kind of going around with colleague Dale jr. Said it. So it's pretty much fact. Um, AJ Allmendinger is seemingly going to drop down to the Xfinity series. Yep. So it'll be um, Josh Williams and AJ in the Xfinity series. Like I said, Dale jr. Said it. It's a rumor, but it's a rumor coming from Dale jr. So that's a pretty much a fact. Um, and Ty Dillon's going to go over their cup car. Yeah. Junior's seldom wrong. Although he was wrong about the Roval. He yeah, was, he, he was. He said this like it was known information. Yeah, he like didn't say it. He wasn't like, oh, this is just rumor. He was like, oh, and Ty Dillon's going to the to calling. And then you could almost hear Mike Davis being like, oh, and I like that Dale Jr. talked about it. And he's like, so they're they're kind of going to run the same. <laughs> yeah. Like, Hell yeah, Dale Jr. Um, for saying it how it is. All I have to say on this is, Josh, don't big time us. I expect to see you in X lot this year. Just like last year, I want to yep. hang out. I want to hang out and drink yeah. some beers. I'm really excited for him. I mean, obviously he was he he did decent, if you will, in his I equipment. This is a, a good opportunity for him to get into some good. I equipment. think he overperformed in that car more often than not. Yeah, agreed. he was in the top ten conversation quite a bit, especially the super speedways. Um, yeah, I think he overperformed in that DJ DGM stuff. Yeah, so I'm but excited we, to we've see him. We've seen in. drivers that get that reputation for overperforming. And once the equipment's there for them, they don't kind of really do anything. Like, um, we'll see. DeBetadetto was one of those guys. Yeah. Everyone for years, yeah. he was very similar to Josh Williams. Betting on myself. Everyone liked him. He was always, he does so much better than his equipment gives him. And then he gets a couple years in good equipment and kind of, he runs good, but not setting the world on fire. And then he goes to the truck series and he's average as hell. Yeah. Josh Williams mm -hmm. could do that. Um, so I'm really curious to see what he does. Like I said, I like colleague. I like Josh Williams, and if it's Josh Williams and AJ in the Xfinity series, it's going to be hard to root for anybody but them. But them, yeah, because they're both very cool guys. Yeah, exactly. That's very likable. Cup team. series, the thing of the past. They're gonna. I'm starting to think Justin Haley made the right decision. I agree. It's Agreed. starting to look like it. Like Rick Ware Racing is going to surpass Colleague next I say? year, and that's going to explode the world. What did I, I say in Discord today? Over under on them shutting those doors in two years. In the cup series. I said uh, the the finalized deal will be done before 25. Yep. I, I hate to see it. And I hate to say I told you so, but I told you so. We said it. We, I said it two years ago. We all yeah. did. Yeah. When they announced the cup program and they're like, we're going two cars. I'm like, that's too much. Yep. Too fast. Yep. Because they had leaf filter all over the car. I'm like, 
that's his money. So he, you can't take it out of one pocket and put it in the other pocket and expect to get anywhere with it. Nope. Right. You know? It was kind of the first year. It was just Justin Haley in the 31. And then the 16 was a floater. Yep. It was, we'd see a couple races with Noah. We'd see a couple races with AJ, a couple races with Daniel, a couple races with Landon, whoever was popping in out of that car. It was like, okay, this is working. And then they're like, we're going to put AJ in the car full time. Like, okay, that can't do anything but help you. And then they've kind of just stayed where they're at. Yep. Yeah. Like I had high expectations for colleague this year because they ended last year on a strong note. And then they kind of just came into this year, the same as they were at the beginning of last year. Yeah. yeah. And, and then they never, just they never got to get top 25s. They never got yeah. stronger outside of no. AJ's win. It's not like last year where they started kind of slow, but then like you said, end of the year, what Haley was fighting for top fives at the end of the year. Yeah. Right. I mean, they're still not a key partner of Chevrolet, so they're not getting as much, you know, as a lot of the other Chevrolet teams are, but you know, we definitely expected to see some level of I mean, improvement. The, the yeah. one bright side out of 31 was the pit strategy almost winning Chicago. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then AJ snuck out. The, was That was the Cup Series, right? Roval. Yeah. Yeah, the Roval. AJ snuck out the Cup Series, went the Roval. So, I mean, they've had a couple like flash in the pans, but overall they've been very, very tough in the Cup Series. It's been a very big uphill battle. And then next year, Daniel Hemrick and seemingly Ty Dillon, like I don't, I don't see a lot of potential for trophy hunting next year. No. no Daniel Hemrick's won, won, won NASCAR race in his entire life. Yeah. I, I mean, I would say Hemrick and Haley may be a lateral move at best. AJ to Ty Dillon. I think, that's a, I think Haley's you okay over there? I caught the cable. I think Haley's a bigger talent than Hemrick. Yeah, but I mean, Hemrick he hasn't has, done. Has, has the championship. Yeah, I would Haley say has, what, I, I'm just saying like at, at, at best it's lateral. Yeah. Yes. Um, obviously, if Ty Dillon ends up in there, it's just a money grab. And how long is that really sustainable? Yeah. Now you're going to keep him in there to run 28th all week. No, he'll yeah, run a season like he does everywhere else. They'll go. OK, thanks for the notes, I guess. See you later. Yeah. Yeah. Take yep. your lawnmower money with you. Yep. Yeah. And I don't know what they should do. I mean, go down to one t- one car and sell off the charter and reinvest the money elsewhere. I, I can see that. I can't bet. wait for the Ty Dillon press release. Oh, no cause I want to compare it to Spire's <laughs> yes. press yes. release. Yes. Yay. When Ty Dillon's I'm excited. like, yeah, this is, this is the opportunity I've always dreamed of. I'm excited to be here. Woo. And all the Spire guys in the corner, they're like, you know, we're firing you the first yeah. chance we get, right? <laughs> <laughs> like you are gone. The second we get another guy like, ah, oh, two rookies. Yeah. You're better. Yep. Oh, woof. Well, I hope, I hope it turns around. I really do. I don't want to see them flounder, yeah. but it, all signs are really not pointing in not, the good direction for the good. cup program. Uh, uh, other news. Yep. Uh, Kyle was right. I was wrong. Spire did not get the 78 in the deal. Yep. Uh, yep. Zane Smith will be in the 71 car. Correct. Yes. Which I'm going to be curious to see how they're, how they do the number. I'm I already saw it. It's Spire. It's Spire font. It's whatever. Yeah, that, it's that's Corey's. just fan stuff. Oh, okay. All right. They, sorry. they put in a press release or something that he'll be in the 71 car, but all the other stuff you've seen has been fan stuff. Some is like the Spire font with the track house slash in it, uh, which I don't mind it, but I just, I wanted to see that 78 furniture row font come back yep. so bad, which was the big thing behind why I wanted that. Yep. The one in that font is going to look a little weird. It did. Yeah. But I'll get used to it. If it has the Spire, the track house slashing, I think it's going to look dumb. Yep. Because the numbers are too, like, skinny. I've got a, some newses. Newses? I, I just went back in shit that I've retweeted on the Twitter account since the last time we recorded. Uh, calling back to championship weekend, 
Uh, Corey Heim was fined $12,500 and docked 25 points for the whole truck race. Oh, yeah. We didn't talk about that, did we? Nope. No, it came out after. It came out the day after we recorded. So that that dropped him from third to fourth in the points, bumping Hosovar up to third. Good. Good. I Uh, I said this on our, when I shared it on our story. Good. Yeah. NASCAR, we talked about it at length, you know, on the, on the Phoenix recap, how embarrassing that truck race was. This, I, does it do a whole lot? I mean, to their wallet, it definitely hurts mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, but I think it's it's them starting to set a precedent as they need to in the truck series that this is bullshit and you guys need to stop acting like fucking idiots. Yep. Um, so I, I think it's a step in the right direction. They need to keep doing this and, you know, keep them on a very tight leash in terms of the truck series and how they're acting. Agreed. So I think it's a good thing. Yeah. My only problem with this is I wish it was more of an instantaneous. I wish they had parked him. response. Yeah. I, I wish would. they had parked him yeah. that night. Yeah. Like it's, I'm happy that they did something and this goes along with they, them always saying they're going to, they're going to punish them laterally. So the truck series and the Xfinity series, the Xfinity series is going to get hit harder for the same penalty. Yeah. Cause you're in the Xfinity series. You're in a higher, you're a higher caliber driver, higher, in a higher well, caliber higher series. Purse. It's all about purses. Yeah, but it's yeah. also, it's like no, the, ex- Bob, the expectation. No, Bob's literally said that. The reason penalties are worse in cup versus Xfinity and Xfinity versus truck is because it's all purse related. See, they said something when the, um, I think it was host of our right hook, somebody at IRP. They're like, yeah, obviously the cup series, we hold these guys to a much higher standard. Oh, so I'm that's sure it's that. I'm them. sure it's that too, but there was, I forget what it was off the top of my head, but I remember Bob tweeting it. There was two very similar penalties in the same week or two for, I think it was somebody in cup and somebody in Xfinity and the fines were like completely different. And it's Bob said, it's because the purses are so much bigger in cup than they are in Xfinity. And also trickles down to truck as well. Um, So yeah, good to see that. Uh, This one, I just want to bring up one of the bullet points and I still think we need to stop looking at this, even though we talk about it every week. Yeah. A guy had a Austin Kanensky. I forget who he writes for. He had a re- season recap of ratings. Nice catch. Thank you. Catch. Season recap of ratings. And the one that stuck out to me was 29 of the 38 cup weekends were down in viewership. I don't know if you read that article I mm-hmm. posted about yeah. how we need to stop looking at TV ratings as if the sports being successful or not, because as I think junior said it on his podcast and we've said it, the at track atmosphere is getting the, better. The sport's better going and up. 100%. And I think, unfortunately, the whole TV rating is a very antiquated way of looking at if something is successful or not, because now so many people are streaming shit. YouTube right. TV. There's, I've there's, always wondered there's that, a, too. There's illegal streams. Like, people watch fucking races on Twitch, you know? Yeah. You're not getting those numbers. So, yeah, the TV ratings are down, but that doesn't really mean anything. It's yeah. just it's if places are way. selling out more frequently, I'll take that exactly. Too. Uh, and on right, that note, yeah. look at look at ticket sales, look at merch sales, yeah. look at concession sales at racetracks. If those numbers are going up, then the sport is not going down. Exactly. Yeah, you're doing something to put someone in that seat yeah. as opposed to yeah. keeping them at home. Um, yeah. On that subject, this was from November 9th, so it's probably better now. Bob Pockris, according to an email sent to its customer list, NASCAR says that 98% of the grandstand seats are sold out for the Daytona 500. Hell yeah. It sells out every year. We know this. Yeah. But this feels earlier this year. Yeah, Normally, it's like, like two January. We- usually, it's like a couple like, oh, weeks before. Yeah, usually yeah. it's. At the same time, I feel like we're very close. We're not. 
I feel like we're close. Usually it's within the couple weeks before, like like late January, you'll start to, oh, it's sold out. Feels early to be before Thanksgiving talking about how it's home. I mean, we saw it. Granted, we were looking for five seats, which is kind of tough, but we had two options for five seats together when we were looking for our tickets. So uh, what else do we have? Oh, the big one that lit the Twitter and everything else aflame last <gasps> yep. week. The leaked image of a possible NASCAR crossover EV. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't care. I don't know why everybody's got their fucking panties in a twist. If it's its own series, if it's its own support thing, cool. Yeah. We talked about it when the state of the sport, they mentioned it. Well, but then we actually got the fucking. Yeah. 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 The hot. If that, if that replaces. I like that aspect of it. If that replaces the Xfinity series, we burn NASCAR to the ground. If If that's its own thing. Yeah. Like Formula E. Right. The problem is. It can't replace an Arca. It can't replace the truck series. No. The lowest it could go is possibly Xfinity series. And even still 20 teams, if that in the Xfinity series can probably afford to do that. Yeah. Yeah. But they'd be killing themselves to do it. I think it's going to be as pricey, if not pricier than a cup car. Oh, easy. Which is why it'll be an exhibition type thing. Like an IROC thing yeah. or an SRX thing. Yep. And whatever. That's fine. Dude, I am perfectly fine if we go to Loudon in fucking five years and there's a triple header on Saturday of the Xfinity series, the mods and the EV series that cool. Yeah. And down like I have no problem if this is its own thing. Zero issue with this. Yeah. We'll be able to have great conversation all race. Dude, it'll be awesome. (laughs) (laughs) You're not wrong. Bring the wine in the sharp coochie board. Ooh. And they could finally actually have like push to pass. Yeah. You got, you. you got your like your extra hundred volt button. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in person, what, what noise does it make? You hook your you hook your Milwaukee eighteen volt up, and the thing just goes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> accurate noise. Uh, in I know Halloween was a week or two ago. Yeah, it's gonna be the Jetsons. There you go, Jetsons. Thank yeah. you. That's, that was good. I thought it was pretty good. Thank you. I know Halloween was a couple weeks ago, but uh, Kevin Harvick spent six and a half, six and a yeah. three quarter million dollars on a haunted house. <laughs> Kevin Harvick bought the Talladega Knights house. What a flex! What a fucking flex! I love it. The the best thing is it's not even a flex. He got a good deal. Yeah. So I went when this news broke. Obviously, I get tagged in it nine thousand times from NASCAR fans and not NASCAR fans that know me as a NASCAR fan and know that I like Kevin. Kevin barely beat my bid. (laughs) So I do my research. I look the house up, find out where it is so I can sit out front and wait for him to come home. Um, (laughs) But I looked up like the listing and stuff like that. It was originally listed in like May for 10 million. Oh, hell yeah. That's a deal. You got for six, seven. I remember when all the posts were popping up about it being for sale. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, you know, all things considered, it's pretty good deal. Um, And then, I mean, he unloaded his other two houses a while ago he sold he doesn't have his plane anymore i got rid of that really he downsized his uh his bus two years ago yeah if you listen to the download you hear all the things that he downsized he's like i don't have this anymore i don't have that anymore the, like like the, the camper i have now i can drive it he's like i, I mean, didn't yes, have that was the crazy awesome. class a thing that, well, that i couldn't still, drive it's probably still a class a just not a fucking tour bus yeah yeah whatever yeah. it may be so he's like i want to be you know self-sufficient that we can do everything on our own and i yep. can we can go all to keelan stuff and whatever and i want to be able to drive it and then he turns around and buys that honker of a home yeah yeah that thing is sick i liked in his interview he was like yeah every time i i i make a big life change i buy a new house Yes, he said it's that. It's like, all right, Kevin, what's a big life change for you? <laughs> yeah, hold on. Like, all right, guys, we're switching bread house. companies. <laughs> Buy a new house. 
Um, I switched from white to wheat. All right, guys. Time for a new house. My Sunny D now has no pulp. Let's do it. <laughs> What's read, a man? Should have never had pulp to begin with. Uh, pulp is great. Little He's bit old. more. He probably likes pulp. You like pulp? I love pulp, bro. I'm gonna bludgeon you to Dude, death. Extra, extra pulp. I don't like to strain the juice. pulp out no. of three glasses and give me all of the pulp. What kind of satisfaction does that give you? I don't want to chew my juice. Yeah. No, I like it. Uh, it gets stuck in your. Teeth. I know I'm the minority here, but oh, yeah, I, I like the extra. You put bananas on spaghetti. Yeah, exactly. Extra pulp. It gives me the, shit for being the simply up, yeah. simply orange juice. Extra pulp. I look for that one. Hard pass. You're a weird gal. I know. Uh, for Christmas. Little bit of <laughs> little bit of sad news. I'm fucking that <laughs> came out last night. Yeah. Um, the passing of North Wilkesboro Speedway caretaker. Um, oh no. Yep. Oh, that guy was so all over the special. The, so this is the statement. Uh, for more than sixty years, North Wilkesboro Speedway has been cared for by one man. Paul Call, who began work, who began working for NX, Enoch, Enoch Stately, Enoch, yeah, when he was just 16 years old, watching the track flourish with the best NASCAR drivers in the world and the biggest events. When the track closed in 1996, Paul continued his work as the only employee of the Speedway, caring for the track he lived next to, telling stories and keeping the facility safe. Paul never lost faith NASCAR would return and the Speedway would reopen, and it did in 2023, right outside his front door as he watched the Speedway be reborn. So I'm yeah, so happy so sad. he made Super it. Super cool that he got to see like he, the Phoenix get its wings back. He got to see it come back before he passed. Like that's phenomenal. Um, and this is just rumor and I'm sure we're going to touch on it because I know Kyle was very adamant about it this weekend with the whole Vegas thing. Mm. The rumors is that next year's F1 Vegas race will be October 17th to the 20th. The NASCAR playoff wraith, 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 wraith. spinal, uh, <laughs> Charlie Sheen movie from the eighties. The, the Rolls Royce makes a nice the car. cup playoff race at Vegas is October 18th to October 20th. Also that weekend is the, is the sad, sad boy fest. When we were young festival, miss me with being anywhere near Vegas. That fucking wow. weekend. Damn. All in one fucking weekend. What weekend is it? And I looked it up. I looked. I wanted to the twentieth. I wanted to see where in the general vicinity. So, Las Vegas Motor Speedway is the outlier. It's like twenty minutes outside of downtown. Mm, it's a lot more than that, but yeah, carry on. I Google mapped it. It was like twenty-five minutes, I think, from to get from Vegas Motor Speedway to where the festival grounds is, where the concert's going to be. Got it. Then the F one track to the festival grounds is like six minutes. They're like four blocks apart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That fuck all of that. Wow. Uh, if that comes to fruition, a bunch of NASCAR fans, emo kids and why elitist geez, pricks that Netflix fans. Yeah, that's going to that, that's an interesting combo. Two of those. <laughs> yeah, I got I got two of those. Uh, I got one. Yeah. So. That was a thing this weekend. Yeah. Well, that was interesting. I'm sure since we're still in the news, I know we're a NASCAR podcast, but. I was glued to it because I wanted to see it fail. Yeah. So I said this, I think I said it on Twitter. Um, I, I'm a motorsports fan, obviously like I enjoy watching him. So obviously I love NASCAR wouldn't be here otherwise. Um, but I wanted to see it succeed just for the benefit of motorsports. Yes. But I enjoyed seeing the shit show that it started out as just so the elitist jerks that are like, it's the pinnacle of motorsports. Shut up. Uh, just to shove it in their face. I will say though, it took these, uh, Jeff Gluck said this on the teardown today. It took the very same trajectory as Chicago. 
It did, yeah. Where it started off with all the naysayers being like, fucking told you so. This isn't going to work. And then the race ended up being really good by F1 yeah. standards. It was like one of the best races of the year. There was actual passes for the lead and passes throughout the field. And there was actual things going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just the way the track was designed. There was a lot of, much like Chicago, a lot of straights into corners where there was passing zones. One of the straights was like a almost two miles long or yeah. two kilometers long or something like that. It was insane. Um, same trajectory though, like started off a little rough, obviously Chicago, the first day of Chicago was fine. And then the Xfinity race was an absolute clusterfuck. And then the start of the cup race, we didn't even know if we were going to get it in. And then once the race started, it was like, holy shit, that was awesome. Yeah. Very similar trajectory. But like I said, on, um, our discord, if I'm one of those people that couldn't afford to go to the actual race, but I'm an F1 fan and maybe I want my kid to go cause he's an F1 fan and bought the Thursday practice tickets for yeah. still probably at a ridiculous amount of money. And I got to see eight minutes of cars and they handed me a voucher. That's going to get me a lanyard. Yeah. Um, livid. Yeah. Fucking livid. It, they don't give a shit about they the fans. They don't care. They, they cater to no, what, the rich. Wasn't it even Max Verstappen who said this is 90% show 10% yeah, race. Verstappen, I can't stand him, but he was spot on all weekend. Like he was outspoken all weekend on how this is all just a fucking show after the race, of course, he won and he was like, all right, it was fun. Like he was, but like from the start of the weekend, he was like, this track's fucking terrible. I read somewhere that there's a class action lawsuit already started. Yep. Yeah. yeah. There is. Somebody posted that on our discord. Yeah. It's just, it, it's disgusting to me that they can, I mean, shit happens, right? Yeah. You know, practice and qualifying gets canceled because of rain in Chicago. Nothing you can fucking do about it. Yeah. Like mother it nature. Is what it is. Whatever. But you can't penalize the fans like like gluck said on his pod podcast you know what if someone's you know a server at a restaurant and doesn't make a crazy amount of money I mean, some servers make a ton of money but whatever let's say they don't make a ton of money they save up their pennies for months and months on end to get what they can afford which is the thursday practice yeah that's what i'm it's saying not the most exciting yeah. thing in the world but you get to see race cars on track have a good time and yeah. enjoy themselves and then you get told eight minutes in oh we're shutting down practice one because something happened i get that but you shut the lights off in the grandstands, kick everybody out. Yep. Run the second practice two and a half hours late at four. It went from, I went to work Friday morning. I was at work at six 30 in the morning and I was, I looked at my phone real quick and that second practice had just ended. That's 4 a.m. Vegas time. Yeah. They practiced at like two 30 to 4 a.m. Yeah. It's just embarrassing. Like, like NASCAR's weather guarantee like perfect yeah. example this year for New Hampshire, yeah. when we went, we had a squad of fucking 30 people and you know, only what six of us could make it on Monday. Something like that. Yeah. So I submitted for 24 tickets that I had paid for that I can use for whatever else I want. Yep. They called me you know, two months ago, my girl, Robin in New Hampshire, who's the best. Robin's the, she's the one I get camping through. Robin is AG. She's the greatest. Literally to the point where the New Hampshire, uh, the Loudon camping group, had a massive happy birthday post when it was her birthday. Everybody loves Robin. Yep. She's, she is a G. I know some of the New Hampshire folks listen to this, so give her a raise. Also, happy birthday to David as well the other day. Yes. Yes. And happy birthday to David as well. And congratulations to Shannon. Oh, yes. On her baby. Yep. Um, all right. So she calls me. Hey, I know you usually get somewhere between 26 to 30 tickets. We got the 24 guaranteed. Do you want me to get the rest of them 
blocked off for you. I was like, I'm not sure how many we're going to have this year. She's like, all right, I'll just, I'll hold those spots next to you guys, just in case you need them. You know, we'll talk again in the spring and, the and give me the, give me the number that you need, but I'll block them off for you guys. I know you guys usually need a few more. Like, yeah. You're the best. And then, and that's how NASCAR treats their fans. I know during like the, during the blow up in the early two thousands, we started to steer away from the legacy fans and the longtime fans and yeah. trying to go with the upper echelon. But we realized that was a bad move pretty quickly, but F1 is going to alienate the entirety of in America this, in the last couple <laughs> doing years, this. in the last yeah, couple the years, one time you come to this country, no, they come three, second, they have three, three races this okay, year. They had yeah, Miami, Coda and Coda Vegas, and but this isn't the first time in the last handful of years that they've done this. Uh, I want to say it was spa in 2020. It, was spa. Mm -hmm. uh, it poured monsoon rains. Couldn't run the race. They brought, they took the cars out under a pace car for three laps and called it a race. Yep. Therefore in the wording and the tickets, they did not have to refund anybody. Nobody got refunds from that. People sat out in the rain for hours. They ran three pace laps, called the race official and nobody got anything. Yeah. Like that's fucking insane. That's it's just embarrassing and it's just wrong. It's just wrong. But, but I will say uh, I tried to stay up. Uh, I was basically Every night this weekend, I woke up on the couch at three o'clock in the morning because I tried really hard to stay awake. And when you try really hard to stay awake, it don't work. No, no. Uh, watched a bunch of qualifying, which was kind of cool. But I did fall asleep before the race. I made it to pre-race and a little thing pops up and it's like lights out in an hour and 40 minutes. I'm like, Jesus Christ, it's already 1230. Yeah. Passed out, woke up, watched like three laps, passed out again, woke up as the race was finishing. That was phenomenal. But the fucking visuals, I get why they did it. The visuals were insane. Yeah. Watching those cars like fly past all the lit up casinos and shit. Like it's just crazy to me that they're complaining about the weather. It's like it, you're in the desert at one o'clock in the morning. What also, do you expect? They also got lucky. Yeah. I looked the pre-race uh, Logan Sargent, uh, the one U.S. driver. He had like a winter hat on and a big. Uh, he's actually not famous in the U.S. Dan. He's not. Yeah. According to Danica. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't race here. In yeah. The ranks. Um, yeah. Who lets her talk? She dude. She's insufferable. Dude, can we all agree that we are all Jensen Button? Oh, dude. His yeah. face. I fuck. Dude, I've said it before. I'll say he's it again. He's the best. I love Jensen Button. He's such a good dude. Um, But he's got like a winter hat on and a big puffy jacket. And I'm like, oh, yeah, they said it was supposed to be cold. I look it up. It was 65. It wasn't even yeah. that cold. It was. It, they got lucky. It could have been 30. All right, I'm with Danica on this one. Talk shit. <laughs> it was yeah. when I looked, they did, this, they did this interview with him and he looks like it's fucking 30 degrees. But I look it up. I'm like, the lowest it's going to get tonight is like 62. Danica may be the person I had the biggest crush on that I hate the most now. I never even had any kind of emotion towards her. I couldn't stand her. She was just annoying. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, in the F1 race and in the Netflix cup thing with the F1 drivers and the golfers, yeah. the sphere stole the show. Well, yeah, that fucking thing with the emoji face What's on it in that it's like a it's a stage. Thing, right? Yeah. You yeah. two, yeah. you two played in there and I've seen other things of like they do like Man, it's like fuck a you two super yeah. fancy like IMAX at the same time, too. They do other yeah. shows oh, that are I just on the screen. Take IMAX, take an IMAX screen, but make it literally a dome, a whole dome that they they project shit all 360 degrees around you. It looks insane. I've seen a bunch of stuff that's like, holy shit. You seen the video that dude that's like flying in on the plane and like the, the eyes yeah. are on it and yeah. looks up at him. Well, <laughs> it's like in the golf no. thing, in the golf thing, Justin Thomas, it's a bad drive and the sphere is like 
looking at it. <laughs> I had that screen grab on my phone of like the shot tracers going like this and the spheres just giving it like the raised eyebrow. Like, <laughs> dude, the fucking, the sphere, the, that emoji face on the sphere. It's the, the best part. Have you seen the videos of people like in hotel rooms and he's like laying in bed and looks looking at him and the thing's just looking at like it, <laughs> it looks like it's looking right at him. <laughs> yeah. It's the funniest fucking thing. I love the sphere. It's I, so I cool. It too. It's the fucking best. It's See, so if cool. I was in control of that, I would do some weird shit with it. Yeah. Like I would do like an actual human face on it. It was like, it was, like, like, it, was an, uh, it was an eyeball. I've seen that picture. It was a giant fucking that eyeball creepy. that like blinked. Yeah. It was creepy as hell. That one was creepy. And then they had like for, pre-order the new Tony Hawk pro skater because of uh, the Netflix cup. They had like the squid games girl on it. The, the thing that turns around like yeah. that was on it. Like they put some weird shit on that, but that emoji face. That's the best is the fucking greatest. Yeah. But uh, all right, well, let's uh, let's get into it. Shall we? Yeah, sure. Let's get into our main topic. The call one eight eight before you did. Oh wait. <laughs> oh, where's the right, beef? Oh, that was news. The where's the beef? They got rid of where's the beef? Yeah, that's the Daytona cool. Xfinity race is now no longer the where's the beef two fifty. It's some other bullshit. Yeah, that's yeah, the Austin Dillon or Austin um Austin Hill. Hill. Austin Hill two fifty now. Austin <laughs> Pretty Hill much yeah. United Rentals. Oh yeah, it's United Rentals. Like that was the we've all we've talked about beef. It. It's what's for dinner three hundred. We've talked about oh yeah. Why did I say where's the beef? That's fine. I like, like that Barbies or something. The Wendy's commercial. Wendy's yeah, 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 commercial. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, but that was we've said on here many times when we were asked what's the best trophy that the cooler full of fucking tomahawks is probably the best yeah. trophy. R.I.P. Um, all right, so we decided to run it back again with our superlatives as we've done. Uh, Mr. Scotham was kind enough to write out some wonderful questions that uh, we actually, well, I always take notes, but these two idiots actually took notes for once. Well, we don't know if Norm did. Norm is That's smiling. Smart. Norm did. Mark tells me no. I got I, notes. I, I had a boy. Oh, you're fucking, God, white screen. Ugh. Ugh. Yo, fuck you. I did notes here, but I thought about it all day. Yeah. So, yeah. oh no, I don't want to undo anything. Jesus, I, I shook you, it. In the- I didn't know you could even change this to dark screen. So, Mr. Scotham, why don't you kick us off with the first question? So I did a little bit less than last year. Yeah, last year you did a lot. I did a lot, and I kind of realized I went overboard. So <laughs> maybe tone it down a little bit. Uh, but I figure we'll start off with Norm's favorite. Instead of paint scheme of the week, we're going to do paint scheme of the year. You get three. Oh, what the hell? Nobody said that. Norm, because he's going to take four hours. I've lost my notes. Oh, oh wait, 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 wait. my there God. I found them. Oh, Jesus All Christ. I, I went back because I'm trying to change it to dark mode. I don't know how to do that. Dan, you want to go first? I only have one. Hold on. Give me some time. I didn't know we could have three. All right. I'll kick it off. Well, it's paint scheme of the year. You could have up to three. I got a, I got a couple. I'll make it quick. The uh, 29 North Wilkesboro car. No, I didn't. Budweiser car. Yes. Yep. Uh, the Harvick Budweiser car for obvious reasons. Yep. Uh, I thought it was fantastic. Uh, but go on. I liked the Suarez Quaker State car a lot. Gave me a very classic. Oh, I, God, I forgot about that. that car. Shit. The Quaker State 99 was sick. Yeah. Um, someone that we give a hard time to um, as a driver, not so much a hard time to as an owner. I want to make a mention of Denny Hamlin's number 11 Coca-Cola scheme. That was all right. I yeah, that was good. They kind of went rogue with the number this year and they kept changing the number up on it. So did he have Chrome on that? It was Chrome. Year? Yeah, the numbers. Yeah. Chrome. At one point, it was Chrome with a giant outline, and then it was Chrome with a white outline. Well, he ran the fucking Mavis car a lot this Mavis year. This one. I like the Mavis car. So I like that one's not bad, but they kept changing the number on it. 
Yeah, I liked the the Chrome Eleven with the Coca Cola. It was just a classic Coca Cola yeah, yeah, looking good, scheme. My guess scheme. is that's a Blackbeard scheme. It's, because, I mean, it's killer. I just of how the, it goes up and over the wheel well and around the front. But I love the stripe that goes around the wheel well and underneath the Coke sign. Very looks just like the C in Coca Cola. Yeah. Killer. Uh, and then honorable mentions to the Ricky Bobby Forty One. Yep, obviously. Yeah, and. As ridiculous as it was, the black Gregson bacon striped car. Oh, the one that was oh, through Chicago. The one that was buried into the the tires like five hundred times. I think his his Wendy scheme from last year, the sixty two, is still like scheme the of the white decade, dude. blue and red. That yeah, one was killer. I have the shirt for that yeah, one. That's yeah. like scheme of the decade. Dude. Yeah, that one was unbelievable. That was my scheme of the year last year. All right, I'll go next. Um, I did four. I did three cup cars. And then I did one Xfinity car because it was worth mentioning. Okay. Uh, first one is Tyler Reddick's final monster scheme. Oh, the beast oh, the one? Beast yeah. One. Killer. That scheme yeah. is so good. And it, it, like I said before, it touches a special place in my heart because I've painted. It's going to be the literally, literally the last one. Oh, it's like the first one. Yeah. Most recent order. Um, because I've painted so many monster schemes over the year and I've always been so disappointed with how the monster schemes look that they finally did something that I would design. I love that scheme and tie it together with the, the Toyota black wheels. And I, it was just a super well done scheme. I love that scheme. Uh, second one. Would I be, just noticed on that one, the, on the nose, that little green piece that just kind of curves. Yeah. yeah. I just noticed that now. Well, they yeah. use different shades of green. Yeah. The, the logo placements decent. I just, dude, I love that scheme. And that's one of those things. that's like, that will never be a die cast. So no one could ever own that. Oh yeah. Cause monster sucks. Cause monster won't let Lionel use their logo. Uh, second scheme. Um, I believe it was Bristol. The 31 Mountain Dew car. Oh yeah. Oh God. Yeah. The rendering was better though. The only reason why it got ruined for me is because of the rendering. I think it was Kyle Williams. Released Kyle Williams it. posted the real one. They if, are the if one. Not he Kyle Williams. It's whoever does their paint schemes release the initial rendering. I of think it. you're right. It's that it's Kyle Williams. And, the logo placement on his original scheme was way better. See, this shows us the driver's side, which looks great. But the passenger side, Ricky Harden was the first one to point this out. The logo on the passenger side is just completely backwards and like angled down and it looks horrible. Yeah. And on the original render, it had the logo the long way and it also had white on the back, but still Mountain Dew, best Killer. colors. We had such shit Mountain Dew schemes for years with Chase Elliott. Even Dale's just, weren't that good. Like the Dale, had a, Dale had a couple. He had one year when they did the Diet Mountain Dew, the silver car. Yes. But it had like this design with the mountains or whatever on the side of yeah. it. Yeah. was a really good scheme. But like Chase Elliott, like just that metallic with the black racing stripes looks so fucking yep. bad. Yep. Agree. So this scheme was hot. Uh, obviously, Kyle's uh, number four. I mean, uh, Kevin, not Kyle. Wow. Uh, Kevin's number four Budweiser scheme. Yeah. Banger. And then my honorable mention in the Xfinity series, Riley Herbst's Ken Block car. Oh, oh I forgot yeah, about I forgot, forgot about that. Oh, that's Budweiser. Son of a bitch. I forgot all about that. I car. forgot about the Herps car. That it was popped, killer. It popped up on my f Twitter today, and I was like, that's, I forgot this scheme existed. Yep. It yep. was so fucking perfect. Oh, that one was really, really good. I need to see it again. Show it shouldn't be me. hard to find it because he ran literally the exact same scheme all year. Trying to get to it. We're, uh, we're looking at it on the TV Jesus while we're talking Christ. about them. He did run the same scheme all and year. They did. I thought they had green side skirts. I guess they, they couldn't afford them. 
Da, da, and we're, da, looking, da, we're looking, we're looking, looking. There it is. Oh, oh man, so good, so good. Primary, run that as your primary. Killer. But that Killer. scheme is just huh. hot. Daniel. All right. What do you got, Dan? I got three that no one else has mentioned. Really? Yep. Okay. Really got a lot of nostalgia with mine. All right. Uh, number one for me because of the nostalgia. William Byron's throwback to the Chrome Illusion car. Oh, that oh. was good. Forgot about that. that. Was one of my favorite cars growing up. And when they, and it was a flawlessly executed, like there was nothing wrong with it. It was perfectly how it should have been when it was Gordon. The logo car. placement was just a little off on that scheme. Well, yeah, but obviously dude, the, the Chrome illusion they did on it. It's all, it should be like way as the far as they're allowed to do it. It was yeah, perfect. It was perfect. They and I still want to know how they did it on a wrap. Because they said it was yeah. wrapped. It was not painted. I mean, all the 3M wraps we buy and True. stuff like that have metallic and stuff in it. It's just, and the old City Chevrolet logo, the old yeah. Hendrick logo, like, ooh. I, what I didn't like is the white backgrounds on, like, the Hendrick Motorsports yeah. and the Liberty. And they're, a little, yeah. they're a little big. I would have just taken that rear loop Kicked and moved them forward. it forward yeah. towards the number. Yeah. yeah. And, like, the, the gap on the bottom of this white block yeah. versus... It looks I get dumb, you. but yeah. we're nitpicking. Yeah, we're super nitpicking. I just love that car. That was one of my favorite cars growing up. Yeah, and he won in it, so that's a plus yep. one for you. Uh, another throwback car. Okay, this one might be a little controversial because it's pretty boring, but I'm going with nostalgia. Chase Elliott's Everham Nine. I knew where you're going with it? That was good. Yeah, just the, super the simple. I like back the, to his father, the original that Everham let him use the copyrighted number. Like, yeah, no, we talked about it at the time. That's one of those schemes where the, the number talked for itself. All you needed. It's a red car, but the number is all you need. Yeah, yeah. and it was perfect. Killed it. Um, and then I have one Xfinity car. This one was nice because we saw it in person. The Allgaier Reese's ice cream car. From oh, Pocono. yeah. Yes. Baby yeah. Girl. I oh, loved that car. That was so I don't know sick. what it was about it. It was the colors. Dude, it looks so delicious. dude. Speaking of which. Kind of close. When I went to Hershey Park, we went to the Hershey, you know, buy all the shit, waste all your money yes. section. Yeah. They had Reese's dipped animal crackers. Ooh. Oh my God. How are those any different than, um, what are the little guys that live in trees? The fudge cookies, Elmer fudge yeah, cookies. Yeah, they have those. Well, Reese's things. peanut butter is just different. But yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. I guess if it's Hershey's chocolate, I mean, that's Reese's. It's Reese's. Reese's. No, that's like the thing. The Reese's, chocolate peanut butter combo. Reese's peanut oh, butter is just it's different ba- than peanut like butter. Reese's I just cups. saw those in the store. The animal cracker ones? Yes. Where? I just saw them at a 7-Eleven. <gasps> They're finally distributing them. I need to find them. If you see them, just buy them. Yeah, it was. I specifically remember seeing animal crackers, and I was like, "Isn't that just?" If you cracker? see them, seriously, buy them because Speaking I ate the whole box in one sitting, and I thought I could only get them there. I'm so mad at They're myself. Unbelievable. Oh, so you, they take you like were in Pennsylvania. I was going to have you stop at a Wawa. I completely forgot. I did. Fuck. Uh, they take Reese's cups and they basically like blended it, so it's the chocolate and yeah. the peanut butter, yeah. and then dip the. Oh my god. Yeah, these were like bottom dipped in chocolate, and then like the peanut butter drizzle. I think was on it. Like yeah, kind of like pretzels. If you you see those animal crackers, you're fine. Anyway, that's, it. that's that's my three. You got any that we have not mentioned? Uh, two that you have not mentioned. Ooh, All Ryan Priest gone. No, only one. Only one. <laughs> was it what was left of Ryan Priest's Daytona car? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was a sick car. That's because, because, that's because of the sick. colors. Yeah, yeah. That car was also sick as a truck last year. Yes, that was a yeah. which one are we talking about? The, the Daytona one. That United Rental scheme also slapped. No, no, no. Uh, second Daytona. I'm flying through the air oh. right now. Daytona. Uh, Keep going. 
Down? Keep going. Up or down? Up, 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 up. up, up that, that one. one. Oh, yeah. The race's choice. choice one? Yeah. Yeah, that one's killer. Oh, they don't have an on-track photo of it? Oh, I guess it wasn't on the track <laughs> anymore. There's not much left. There's a picture of it. There you <laughs> go. Flip your screen. Yeah, yeah just <laughs> invert the screen. Just throw your laptop out the window, and that's what it looked like that's on the track. That's what it looked like. <laughs> um, and the other one that I have is a lot to do with sponsor placement, but Stenhouse's drumstick scheme. That was pretty good. It was, I was yes. very crazy with how um, they did the their cheese. It's one that ch- I almost, yes. I almost put the cheese at one because I'm a cheese at fan. And that on track was killer. They did it twice. It was Phoenix and they did it somewhere else too. And it was phenomenal. Yeah. Stenhouse schemes are weird to me because it's, you put it up next to half the cars we just listed and that scheme sucks, but you put it up next to every scheme. Other JTG car? has yeah. ever put out and it's a banger. Like, fucking yeah. Mona Lisa. The bar is low. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that actually just reminded me I have a fourth. Speaking of sponsor placement, the bread rocket. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how I forgot yeah, about that. Course. The 53. But the 53 at Chicago. And when they redid the scheme, when the he raced, was that Alpha Prime? Alpha Prime, yeah. Um, obviously, we're a little partial to the 53 because no, you know, super we good were scheme, on it. though. That's Lou and Lou such a cool insane. fucking scheme. I don't know why I forgot about That's that. That's a badass scheme. All, I, all of his schemes. Ever since Lou's been kind of taking over his Apex Roaster schemes, the have Apex been good. cars are good. Yeah. Um, is it? Oh yeah, shit. We were on Bean, that car twice this year. Yep. Redrocket.com yep. scheme was good. Um, that Still obviously. Sure that diecast. That's right. Because yeah. I, I can't believe they didn't sell that diecast. Yeah. I'm not surprised. Lionel fucking sucks. They probably wanted 10 million fucking pre-orders, and yeah. You know, what that was like the most interactive tweet they had in a long time. Yeah, I'm fucking annoyed. I'm I wish I wish they would release the numbers. Like, I yeah. wish we could know how short we were. Yeah. I would have taken the 164th. Right. Yeah. All right. What else we got? Uh, we have news story of the year. I got a couple. Uh, first one I have written down was Harvick's retirement. Shocker. Obviously, that got a ton of publicity. Yep. That was all over every week. Um, tracks it doing special shocking, stuff. shocking, though. No. But it was definitely like. It was a big was news a story. Point. Did it stop talking? It was yeah. a talking point all year. And then uh, in terms of like groundbreaking news stories, um, Noah Gregson getting fired. I was going to mention that. Was a big yeah. one. Yep. Yep. Um, no, he I, quit. <laughs> he resigned. Allegedly. Um, Have they announced him going to the 10 yet? No, no yeah. but it's pretty much a given. Yeah, that's Joel Edmonds. Um, another big one that was a big shocker was Justin Haley to Rick Ware. Yep. 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 Yeah. We talked about that a lot when that first got released. That wasn't like, oh my God, like Chase Elliott leaving Hendrick, but it was still like one of those drivers that he was so attached to that team. Yeah. It was just shocking. It was also crazy because we all went, why the hell would you go to Rick Ware? But then what was it? A week later, he was on Dale Jr. Download and how he explained everything and where the team was going. And you start to realize how under the RFK umbrella they are. It was like, okay, actually. Yeah. It made sense. We all went from like, why the fuck would you do that to like, okay, I kind of get it. Yeah. Like, like that. It's kind of similar to me of not that this was like a crazy news, but Josh Barry going to Stuart Haas. Yep. Yep. The fact that Josh Barry was leaving junior. Yeah. Was huge news to me, given that's an upward step where Justin Haley is his lateral. Cause it's still in the cup series. It'd be like Justin, all guy are leaving JRM to go to like RCR. Yeah. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. a, you're not gaining much by the move seemingly, yeah. but you're leaving somebody who supported you for so long. So yeah. that's why the Justin Haley news was big to me. Yeah. Great. Uh, my big news of the year, I went with uh, SVG moving to the U S. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's a big one. Like I, 
talk about the Chicago race several times in our notes here. I do too. In the future. But the fact that he came here, did one race and goes, all right, I'm in. Yeah. I'm going to come give this a shot. And within months, if it was even multiple announced that he's going to retire from all supercars, he's going to come to the U S and he's going to pursue the NASCAR. They actually just watched. I think it was recent. I don't know anymore because Facebook and Twitter's or Facebook's algorithm. So fucked up. It could have been from six months ago, but it was like uh supercars put together like a video. Like that was, thank you, that Shane. was today. If not, it was like a thank you days because I think their final race of the seasons this week. Yeah. It was like a, you know, showing him as 18 years old in his first race and all of his Bathurst wins and all his big wins and stuff. It was actually really cool to watch. I'm excited. Yeah, I really like the dude. He's fucking cool as hell. He's super humble too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's exciting. What do you got, Dan? Uh, My big one of the year, uh, kind of a two-parter, Chase's leg and him subsequently missing the playoffs. Yeah. It was a massive story all year. I mean, the whole summer was Oh, is Chase going to make? There's it. five races left. There's still a mathematical. There was he was mathematically chanced until the whole Watkins Glen debacle, and right. then it was Willie win. He's got to win. Blah 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 blah. Like that. we talked about that all fucking year. Yeah, you know. Yep. And he didn't. He didn't drop off. I mean, to scale as much as Bowman did after he got back from his injury. Yeah. Given very different injuries, but Chase still had speed after his injury. Yeah. To, like he to was a still. Point. He was slowly getting back up to the top 10. He finished the year running. I mean, other than Phoenix where, oh my God, where was he? But for most of the playoffs, he drove back up and was racing in the top 10 consistently. I think at one going into like Phoenix, he had like the fourth most points gained in the playoffs and stuff like that. So it was, it was definitely shocking to me that he still missed it because he came back and kind of kept swinging towards the playoffs. Yeah, yep. right up to the end. I mean, and everyone he, wants him in, so they're going to keep talking about how they can possibly get him in. Right. Yeah. But it never happened. But that's why it was such a big story. Was yeah. He, huge story. The most popular that story, driver has that a chance. story of, keeps going because now it's, oh, I had a shoulder injury and yes. I just got surgery on my shoulder. And I joked. It was like they like made that press release to be like, this is why I sucked at the yeah. end of the Chase, season. Like yeah. you said, what'd you say in Discord? Chase, go put a sling on and make this video real quick. Yeah. <laughs> go tell everybody that there was, there was another injury you were hiding yeah. the entire time. Yeah. Corey, you got anything else? Um, the amount of money that got dumped in the spire. Yo, I funny thing is I I didn't say that one. <laughs> spire cutting checks. Yeah, was like yeah. what I wrote. Spire backing yeah. up multiple. Where Spire trucks. got all that damn money? Yo, Spire, can you but like I mean, you hire us? It. We'll be your podcast. And it's like a, it just shows like the progression of the sport. People's like, oh, it's been dying. It's dying. It's like, well, clearly not. If someone's willing to dump that much money into a team that mid, we'll call them like mid to like bottom they were yeah yeah a c t- a c yeah. team like let's i mean say, on paper they were the second smallest team for yeah. a long time rick ware and spire were one and the same yeah mm-hmm. rick ware i'm pretty sure still has more employees inspired yeah spire had less employees than jtg mm-hmm. yep by a lot yep. and they yep. were a two-car organization uh-huh. so spire on paper is the second smallest team rick ware might be technically bigger but just like they never performed Right. But the fact that Spire just came out here and dropped what I can only assume is like a hundred million dollars. Well, they said about 40 for the charter. And what was it like 25 for KBM? And I mm. still have a hard time believing KBM was 25 mil. Like that seems like a small number to me yeah. for the size of that I mean, organization. At, at least building, you know, 75, 80 million dollars. Yo, just see the, yeah. but still that's whatever that's, it is. That's see the, insane. You that's, see the real that's what up? I, I guessed, guesstimated KBM's worth. I mean, that building alone has got to be worth like five to 10. Do you see the real they put up? I mean, 
It looks like Kyle Busch just walked away from, there were still trophies in the lobby. Who yeah. was it? Was it Spire Motorsport? Dodger or W? One of them just posted in Discord the past couple of days that his wife, I'm assuming it's W because I know he lives, he lives down in there. that area. Yeah. His wife was like walking out of somewhere. Oh, yes. And the, the Bush brothers were moving into the building next door and like starting a race shop. I said it was today. He posted that today yeah. in Discord. And like they're like, they're like carrying in mannequins and stuff, which I'm assuming are the ones that were wearing the fire suits in the lobby at KBM. Yeah. But she said specifically from what I, they, he like screenshot a text or something that it was both of them. So some sort of Bush brothers racing, they're going to minimize and kind of just focus on whatever rank um, Brexton's working on at the time. So right now it's going to be legends cars. And then in I'm a couple of years, it'll be late goes. models yeah. and then it'll but, grow into trucks and stuff like that. But, but did you see that spire reel? Yeah. There was still like, so there was a big mural on the wall of Kyle Bush, bunch of, you know, pictures of him in victory lane and cars and trucks. And it was Spire basically finaling over it with their logo. But there were still like trophy cases full of trophies. There was an M&M's car sitting in the shop. Like there was a Gen 6 Camry sitting in the shop. Like it looks like Kyle Bush was like, check cleared. Cool. Here's the keys. See you the fuck later. I'm out. Well, it's been what? Three weeks. Still. I mean, so, I mean, I'm not surprised they're still get your shit. <laughs> yeah. Kyle, could you come pick your shit up? But I mean, it's it's a fast process to move in it. Yeah. And now three car organization into that building. I mean, my buddy that works for Spire, my buddy Alex is a one of their photographers and he posted like two, three weeks ago. He would, like he posted a story on Instagram of the new shop. He was like, oh, this place is fucking he's like views from my from the new shop. And it was just this giant ass building. It was like the Monday after Phoenix. I feel like you it, shared. I that. think it was. It was, was like it a just like the 77 car in the middle. There was like one truck like in the middle of the, the shop and it was fucking huge. Wow. We got to think like. We haven't heard anything about 2311 moving into their new shop. They just posted a picture of them. They're still building doing it. some um, like food drive or something like that out of their old shop still. But they've already announced that they're moving into their new shop this offseason. The last pictures I saw, it was, I mean, the outside looked maybe 75% done. Right. Who like there were the holes for windows, but no windows yet. Yeah. It was the last yeah. picture I saw. Yeah. But they got to get the move on too with them moving. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's Daytona big, comes fast. That's a big news story in itself. Yeah. 2311 builds $100 million race shop. Literally. Yeah. What do we got next? Uh, disappointment of the year. Now, this could be either be a team or a driver or combination. Okay. Um, I put down a couple. Um, Bro, I didn't know we had multiples. Just it's always multiple whatever. choice. Austin Cindric. Can you be a disappointment if there was no yeah, expectations? That, I didn't have an expectation for it. That's that why I put an asterisk on it. Like, still be a disappointment, but you just like. You're just kind of surprised. Like still I almost yeah. put um, Stuart Haas, but I was like, we didn't expect them to do anything. So I wasn't right. disappointed. Um, my other uh, disappointment of the year, Noel Gregson. Yes. Yeah. We all had really high hopes and we were really excited even, about it. Even before the shit hit the fan. Now, obviously we, we talk about legacy, you know, deciding to move to Toyota. So they were getting absolutely no assistance at all. They were up shit's Creek. They started to figure out towards the end of the year. So you can't really pin it on him at all or, mm -hmm. or much, but like, him burying it into the tires 15 times at Chicago street. Just, yeah. just disappointing. Yeah. A very, very disappointing yeah. year. Yeah. And after the rookie battle that we had built up so oh, much, I was so yeah. excited. Yeah. And it just went to shit fast. I mean, yeah, we, I agree completely. He moved into a broken home. Yes. Yeah. And there we're hearing about disagreements in the higher ups, Richard Petty's vocal about not liking where the team's going. Jimmy Johnson seems like he's in charge, but doesn't really publicly speak about much. And then all of a sudden we're switching to Toyota and they announced it early in the season. 
So, I mean, Noah Gragson went into a pretty shit situation, but that was a very similar um, trajectory I expected as colleague. Like, yeah. the um, legacy was performing much better at the end of last year. But I had very high hopes for that program going into this year. And, and it, it went just, to fucking hell. Neither car performed. I mean, Eric Jones had, what, maybe three decent races in the playoffs? Yeah, and I think when we did our season, like, playoff bracket at the beginning, I, think I put Eric <clears throat> Jones making it. Yeah, yeah, because he, he had won. So I had Eric Jones. Game. I had Eric Jones making it in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, he won in the playoffs. Well, I had him making it into the, the playoffs. Into this playoffs year, yeah, well, he won in the playoffs the year before. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I had him point. I had him getting in the playoffs, and that was a fucking mistake. Yeah, <gasps> big time. What else you got? Uh, my disappointment of the year. One hits a little close to home. Alex Bowman. I mean, yep. started yeah. the year off so strong. Looked like he was about to have the best season of his life. Leading the points. Breaks his back. Huge disappointment there. Self-inflicted injury. But just never came back after that. No, yep, never no. did. And he went from having, I think, like one of the longest top 10 runs in like cup history to, I mean, he got maybe half as many top 10s in the rest of the season. Yep. yep. So that was just super disappointing. And it, and with William Byron's breakout year that he's had, it just looks even worse. Yeah. Because before it was always like, oh, you got Chase Elliott and Kyle Larson are your top dogs at Hendrick. And then the 48 and the 24 really close together. Well, the 24 just skyrocketed past. Pretty much all four of them. Yeah, now it's like, yeah. I would say the five and the 24 are your top dogs. And then it's like Chase is solidly in third. And then it's like, what's yeah. Bowman? You know, if if someone calls Rick tomorrow and says you have to fire somebody, it's, it's going to be Bowman. Bowman. Yeah. Yeah. I had uh track house. Yeah. After, yeah. The, yep. ma- after the massive breakout season they had last year. I mean, Ross had what? Two wins. Two wins. Daniel had a win. They were strong. They were in contention. Ross was in the final four. Ross was in the final four. They were lost in, by a couple of hundred feet. <laughs> both teams make playoffs. They had all this momentum. They were in contention every week, both cars. This year, I honestly forgot. The buzz around that name last year was I huge. forgot that both those cars were in the race half the year. I mean, I honestly feel like they had two identical seasons. Like, obviously, Ross didn't go as far in the playoffs. But I feel like they didn't grow or I don't know. I feel drop. like the 99 dropped because he I had, he had a win well. last year and he was running a lot stronger. Yeah. He did not run strong all year. Ross matched his wins. He had two wins. But outside of that and outside of that yeah. and the Denny Hamlin fucking debacle, he didn't do shit. All last year. year, last year, Suarez had a breakout year, I would say, you know, running up front, got the win at Sonoma. Looked good, made it into the playoffs, and then this year looked like every year before it. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely regressed. Yeah, I agree. You got anything else to add to this one? Uh, Martin Truex Jr.? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought about that too. I mean, how how are you the regular season champion and finish, what, 12th in the playoffs? I I just don't give that disappointment of the year because for the first 26, 28 weeks, I mean, go back to the clash. I would say yeah. he was on fire. I would say letdown of the year. Yeah. 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 True. I just think that was like disappointing <gasps> to probably where their expectations were. Yeah. Right. To, to be so high going into the playoffs and yeah. then just be an absolute abomination for yeah. the entirety of the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I mean, we've seen that what probably three out of the past four years. True. I feel like the one outlier has been the year Larson won. Like the yes. regular season champ going on to win the. Like, look at Harvick. Harvick had an unbelievable year. Trash. 20, was it 2020? Yeah. 20, yeah Harvick, year. Chase won it last year. Won the regular season championship yep. last year. And then was trash all playoffs. I don't remember if he made the final four last uh, year. He did. He, he did. did. Um, and then wrecked. So it, yep. Yeah, so it's, there's, 
I feel like almost every year we feel like we have that regular season guy kind of just fall. Yeah. 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 Like the one, the one last couple of years, at least um, Larson in 2020. Yep. I don't think a brick wall. 21. Them that year. 21. Your surprise of the year. I put this as could be team or driver, but I don't know if you guys actually took it as that or. I didn't listen to, I'm, to a word you said in that. I did my own thing. Team or driver. <laughs> surprise of the year. I was a badass, dude. I'm going with Ty Gibbs. Those damn new shoes. <clears throat> dude, new boot. No sweet dude. feet. Chill out. <laughs> I'm going with Ty Gibbs as a surprise of the year. Um, yep. I expected him to come in and do pretty well because obviously he's getting into good equipment. We know he's a good driver. I did not expect him to do what he did. Yeah, he, he just, did. He ran just a super clean, quiet year. He did. Just sitting around 11th place. He went I fantastic. Think, I think he wins next year. Else? Yeah, please. Uh, um, yeah, he did very, very well. A lot better than I expected him to. Um, yeah, uh, like like we said, you know, he was he he raced well. We expected him to be a decent driver, you know, whatever. Uh, but he was a wiener. In the Xfinity series. We also expected him to continue being a wiener. Yeah. Right. And, he and that, that also, you know, kind of adds to my surprise yeah. is that he just shut his mouth and raced his race yep. and did a very good job of it. And when he was asked any questions, he was well-spoken, just straight <gasps> to the point, right down the middle, his right only, down the fairway. His only black mark on the entire season was the whole Danny Hamlin thing on pit road in the playoffs. Yeah, and that's Which just that a rookie even, mistake, just and a, he's just being an idiot. It was like, just a mistake. He just yeah. fucked up. You know, he's going to make mistakes. He ran up into MTJ at one point, and then he wrecked himself. Like, yeah. rookie mistakes. But he made very few mistakes. He didn't open his mouth. He wasn't causing problems. Great finish. He, he has, had, what, a silent rivalry with Joey Logano? Yeah, yeah out of nowhere. Yeah, finished yeah. 18th in the points. Which is ridiculous. Almost made it into the playoffs on points alone. Helped his teammates. He did incredibly well. And the best you could probably ever expect a 20-year-old rookie to do. Yeah. Um, I'm incredibly surprised and, and very impressed, frankly, with what Ty Gibbs did all season. I agree. Yeah. yeah I mostly look at it as. And on, he's going to be damn good next year. On track. I expect him to be decent on track. But like you said, the, it's the maturity of him. Yeah. The the press side of it. The, the driver to driver aspect of it. He didn't make any enemies other than Joey Logano at the end of the year, but Apparently. that had been boiling over for like six months. It looks like, yeah, just like little things that just add up, add up, add up. But the fact that there's a, a, a silent rivalry with Logano that no one knew. Yeah. Just goes to show that, Oh, he can, he pissed off one guy who's seemingly pretty easy to piss off. Um, Everyone's like, well, where did this rivalry come come from? The only, like reason, usually we the when, only reason we know about it is because of Denny's podcast. Yeah. When there's even a slight rivalry, the media rips it apart, blows it up, and everyone knows about it. Yeah. We no one knew about this until it came to a head when when Joey dumped him. Right. So and it, it wasn't. It was obviously on the other foot. If it was Ty Gibbs that was mad at Joey Logano, it may have shined sooner. But Joey Logano was just taking notes all year. Like, okay, he's a rookie. Okay, I gave you one, but this next one's kind of it's annoying me. Yeah, it just keeps adding up and adding up, adding up. Right. But I mean, the fact that that was his biggest. I'd say one of his biggest oopsies of the year. I'm completely cool with that. I agree completely that he shocked me. Yep. Um, my surprise of the year, and I did not go team or driver. I went with the fact that Chicago was actually an entertaining race. Yeah. Yeah. Just because it's a good one. I talked a lot of shit about Chicago. Still don't know what that weekend would have looked like if it was sunny and 90 degrees the entire time, but the whole track layout, the whole, 
buildup of it, I was like, there's no way this is going to be successful. And even with the weather, which may have added to the excitement plus SVG winning, I thoroughly enjoyed Chicago. I watched some replays of it today, kind of reminding myself of it. Chicago was just a super cool surprise race. And I would now be down for more options at street courses. Yep. Uh, I took this as team or driver. I actually said team and driver. Uh, Christopher Busher. Yeah. Yep. And RFK in general, but more so Chris Busher. Agree. Who had him with three wins, two in a row on three completely different racetracks? I yep. would have had it flipped. I would have had that as Brad. I probably would have said the same Which thing. I think I was backing them from the beginning. And I'm like, listen, like Brad's a boss. Like Brad's going to turn this team around. I'm glad I was right about that, but I am equally as shocked about it being Christopher Busher. Yeah. That is the one that is shining. And like I said, it's not like he won three plate races or three road courses. He won what? Richmond, Michigan, and Daytona. Daytona. Like three three completely different disciplines, essentially. And he won them going away. I mean, Daytona obviously is Daytona, but like he dominated Richmond. He dominated Michigan. Right, but Daytona was a straight up team effort. It was. Like that was what Penske was so good at for 499 miles each Daytona race and stuff like that. They were always, and that's what Brad is. Brad's very team oriented. Yes. And that high tide raises all ships. And that's what Brad is doing at RFK. Yep. I'm still shocked that it's Chris Buescher though. Same. I think that was my surprise of the year was I, if you would have told me at the start of the year that Chris Buescher was going to have three wins, I would have. Or just RFK. RFK has three wins. Okay. I can believe that. Brad gets two and pushes Chris to a Daytona win. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'm okay with that. But the fact that it was Chris Busher and putting on powerhouse wins. Yeah. It wasn't lucked into wins. Um, same, same tier, Michael McDowell winning. Yeah. Uh, that was kind of just a power move. And I, I was surprised by it and I was down for it. I think I actually had, Oh no, that was a different question. Never mind. Never mind. Continue. <laughs> um, I had the absolute ghosting that Austin Dillon did. Not a big Austin Dillon fan, but he usually would show up somewhere throughout the season, I would think. And oh, in, in terms I, of yeah, yeah actual I performance, completely forgot he raced like half the even season. when Kyle Bush was doing well. Yeah, he was Kyle Bush wins the race. Yep. He, I mean, Kyle Bush was strong first half of the year. It wasn't like you would see like the Austin R- Dillon 18th. It was like you wouldn't see like when one RFK card did good, they both did good. Yeah, it was like here's Kyle Bush. Where the hell's Austin Dillon? Yeah. Yeah, he did not show up yeah. at all. I'm starting... Except to throw his helmet. ...to like Austin Dillon a little bit more as a person from a business sense. He's kind of taken that Brad Keselowski swing in my mind of hated him when he was young because he was just a shithead. Yeah. But he's just like, I appreciate the business sense and like him grabbing Kyle Bush, kind of knowing I'm going to have to step back and I need to look at the future of this team. So I appreciate Austin Dillon doing that. Like most, I haven't been a huge fan of the Austin bro- the Dillon brothers for a long time. But yeah, he was nowhere to be seen, even when they were doing good. Yeah, agreed. What else we got? What's next? We got turnaround. your turnaround of the year. So 2020 to 23. This is an easy one for me. Martin Truex Jr. Same. I mean, he. I, I thought he was ready to jump off a bridge at the end of last season. Uh, and rightfully so, because if, if it could go wrong, it did go wrong yeah. for MTJ in 2022. Yeah, you go yeah. from having zero wins, missing the playoffs last year yep. to winning the very first race where we touched pavement this year, 
winning the regular season title. And then I, I, that's why like I was kind of against you saying disappointment of the year was Martin Truex Jr. Because I think for, like I said, the first 28 races of this year, it was the rebound of a lifetime. It was like, you didn't think he'd come back from what he did last year. And he was so good. And I'm just still shocked as to how bad they were in the playoffs. Frankly, I didn't think he was going to come back at all. Just mentally. Yeah. Like it seemed like that was a mental hurdle that he would not have been able to get over. Yeah. And it sounds more like it now. The last couple of races you hear him on the radio, it sounds like he's right back to that. Yeah. Fucking misery. Yeah. (laughs) Understandably. So you look pretty happy in that fish picture. Yeah, sure. It is. <laughs> That's where he wants to be. Yeah. All right. So normally um, you have the same one. Yep. All right. Uh, mine was and this, you know, it says from 22 to 23, but this could be his whole career to now. Uh, Bubba. Oh, yeah. yeah goes yeah. from I mean, when, what was his best points finish before this? Like 17th, 18th. I don't even know if he got that range, to making the playoffs, making it multiple rounds and having a top 10 in the points. Yeah. Yeah. Career year career for Bubba. year, even without a win. Career yeah, that's year. the only thing I'd say is last year, did he have two wins or just one? One. one. Just one? One in the playoffs that he wasn't the in. Pa- the two years before that, he's had a win each season. This is... Or no, he had a win before. He had Kansas last year, too. But that wasn't in the playoffs. He won the second oh, Kansas. Right. Yes. So, second, yeah, because right. this was his first year in the playoffs. Right. Same with the year before he won Talladega. Yes. yes that was the playoffs. Um, so, yeah, I'd say as far as best season ever, consistency-wise, points-wise... Just being there. I mean, he qualified qualified well in 90% of the races. He was like, how many times was he top five, top two in qualifying? Then he'd be up there. Obviously, we we documented on here a lot that his team fucked him out. Early in the season, he got kind of screwed by shitty pit work and bad strategy call a bunch of times. But he always seemed to find his way back to the top 10, top 15. He had a bunch of top fives. I also applaud his maturity too, yeah. because yes. things yeah. changed a lot in, in my had, eyes for Bubba Wallace. Maybe two, two like outspoken things on social media that were kind of like, ah, Bubba, keep that to yourself. Yeah. Like his postseason thing he posted, like, I should be happy, but I'm sad. It's like, all right, like, you didn't need to post that, but like you were, you I just applaud the, him I for that. Yeah, I don't yeah, have but a you just had the best that. year of your life. You yeah, just, but you gained more points than anybody. I feel like at the end there. I mean, he had to have been the only person, what, top 12 that didn't have a win at the end of the season. Uh, yeah, I think so. so yeah. I just, I applaud him for the fact that he is open, open, open. and honest about his struggles, um, which I applaud because a lot of people, like normal everyday people struggle with anxiety and depression and stuff like that. And having a, a, you know, a superstar, if you will, athlete that's got the spotlight on him all the time to be open and honest that my life isn't perfect. You know, people are so envious of a race car driver who's famous and rich and he's got a pretty wife and like his life's perfect for him to be open and honest and say that it's not. And I'm sad. And I don't know why is I, I applaud him for, for I agree. I agree. Do I think it was a, good timing for it no but is there ever a good timing when you're depressed for no good reason no, no so really. I, I give him a lot of kudos for that and uh and for how he handled himself the vast majority of this year you know a lot different from the from trying to fight larson and hooking him into yeah, the fence yeah. and yeah and you know flip it out all the time on and it's got to be interviews. great for morale I yeah mean, the, the team is we're gonna do going, this together nowhere but up right yeah. now and he's not cursing everybody out on the yeah. radio yeah. so I, I applaud bubba i that's a really good one um, I had Corey LaJoy. I did too. Yep. 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 Corey's up there. Absolutely. For, strong for improvement. Yeah. For what? For most improved. For most improved. <laughs> Guy sucks, dude. <laughs> Get out. Get out. Get out. 
Uh, no, I agree with that wholeheartedly. They they definitely started showing improvement long before we realized that Spire is going to invest and actually try to be decent. Um, I want to. I'm excited for what next year brings for yeah. him to have. Yeah, for him to have seemingly two competent teammates and a shop and more employees, and he needs to show up now. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I yeah. think he doesn't I, have the small team, you know, back marker. Not a lot of funding to fall back on because we know how much money you guys just dumped. And you got so. tra- and you got Trackhouse helping you, and you've got more employees. I think that having Hosovar and is it? It's Zane, right? Zane's yeah. 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 Hosovar and Zane there. I think it's going to do nothing but push Corey. It has I think to. it's going to be. Yeah. It's time for him to show he's, up. He's always had. It's been Corey in the one in the number one car, and then insert field filler, silver spoon joke in the second car. Yeah. Or a revolving door right. of now. Re- now there's talent, and yes. now there's money. Yep. So now you need to perform, and I think it's going to do nothing but push him next year. I think it's yeah. going to help him grow even more. I hope it does. It's like, again, where it's the same thing. You got to your quarterbacks playing like shit. What do you do? You bring in some hotshot young guy and what's it do? It elevates everybody else. else. You know what I mean? I I I feel like that could be the case. Next one we have is the most improved of the year. So from between Daytona and Phoenix, just this year only, your most improved. And I said either driver or team, whichever one was easier for you. I wrote down legacy because legacy was fucking embarrassing for the vast majority of the year. And then you get into the playoffs and you started seeing them in the top. Dude, Eric, Eric Jones was hanging out in the top 10, like the last five He's battling for a lead. Yeah. You know, like battling for a win. Um, you know, they still sucked and finished the season terribly, but they definitely improved as the they year went on. Signs of life. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say that. I went with Ryan Blaney. Uh, pretty obvious answer, yeah. I'd say, but just, I mean, they came out of the hole decent at Daytona kind of struggled for most of the first half of the year and the second half of the season, they just put it together. Yeah. Not even the second half. It was like all summer. He went almost through the true X curse of last year. It was like, if it could go wrong, it went wrong. Yeah. It popped off the win at the 600. And then when the playoffs happened, he turned it around. They turned it on at the right time. Like he said, I I don't know if you guys listened to the new, the final uh, glass case of emotion that came out today. He said that he says, we got hot at the right time. Yeah. You know, that's all we did. Phenomenal, by the way. I love that. I'm, I'm going to miss that show, even though it hasn't been around forever. Yeah, yeah, they took like a year and a half off, released one episode. Yeah. And then six months later, released another episode. They're like, this is the last one, yeah. we swear. Just good, like, though. Is it like, though? Just, I, I, I just like it because it's just them shooting the shit. And yeah. it's a NASCAR podcast on NASCAR.com that's unedited. I like that. Yeah. I, feel I like, like to I, hear the I real. I listened to it on the way here. I did, too. And it was definitely... They tried to edit it. Yeah, there was one. They were editing like, F-bombs for the first half of it, and I feel like they just gave up. There on. was one where it beeped, but you could still hear clear as day. Yeah, that motherfucker. It was like fucker with a beep over it. Like nice. you, you could still hear it clear as day. Like somebody just mailed it in on that one. They tried. Uh, He went. Oh, yeah, he went. So what are we most improved? So I did not go driver or team. I had Ford. Oh. It's teams in general because all year all we did was talk about how good answer. Good answer. Show me Ford. Ford. (laughs) (laughs) The fucking some of those clips are the those are great. Um, But I mean, all year we talked about how Ford was down on speed. They were terrible at the mile and a half. We were all like, "What's going?" My Penske was shit all year. Yeah, RFK was the shining bright spot at Ford all year. SHR shit. You know, 
And then all of a sudden, you know, they end up, obviously the obvious answer is Ryan Blaney wins championship. But besides that, even the last couple of weeks there in the playoffs, Eric Almirola is hanging out up front. Harvick, who's always been there, he's there. And where was it? Martinsville was Chase Briscoe. All the SHR cars were like in the top 10 at Martinsville. Um, like I said, Blaney turns it on. RFK throughout the summer, they turn it on. Like it felt like, well, where did Ford come from? Where for the first half of the season up to the summer, we they were, were like, trash. Jesus, Ford is junk. Yeah. You know? Agree. So I have for this one, he is a Ford driver. He kind of bounced around a little bit. This you year. say Ryan Priest, get out. No. <laughs> I said he bounced around a little bit this year. True. Well, he did bounce around at Daytona. <laughs> Fair. Fair. I actually had Todd Gilliland. Yes. Oh. I like that. He became very consistent at one point. He even did. Even though he wasn't like flashy. Yeah. I like him. It I was too. like he made the best of a situation. Yeah. And he got now. Now he is front row full time. He is. Year, right? mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. I know he back. was a guy that like. There was a couple of times where he'd finish in, you know, eighth or ninth. We're like, holy shit, Todd Gillen. But I felt bad for him this year because he kept getting pushed out for Zane. Yeah. Like, hey, Zane's taking your seat this week. You get to go in the third car. Yeah, you head over to Rick yeah. Ware. They got yeah. a car for you. Yeah. Like, but I then felt- he would still, like, outperform that car. Yes. Yeah. It's to the point where I, I won't be surprised seeing him. No. It's like, oh, Todd Gillen's in it's- 11th. It's like, yeah. For me, yep. that's like looking at Corey LaJoy in 22 to this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's exactly how I see that. Yeah. Now. Corey's in 13th. Good. Yeah. yeah. He should be. Good. Yep. yep. I agree. It's now expected, not the surprised by. fucking spend. I hope so. Yeah. Damn right. <laughs> yeah. Um, team social media. The we should all have the same answer here. Uh, RFK. Yeah. RFK. I went with a tie between RFK, colleague, and was it front, front row? row. Those they were, three. All three were just beefing daily. Those three <laughs> yeah. are. Honestly, he's right. The three of them together as a collective are fucking hilarious on Twitter. It was so good. Like RFK will start it and the two other two will, or colleague will start it. And it's always like RFK is responding. I'm just going like, with all of the teams this year because all of them stepped their game up and hired someone that's no. hilarious. Hendrick's yeah. still boring. Well, yeah. still boring. RCR. Track house, all of the teams that good, put though. effort into it. Yeah. So the, your top tier teams think of themselves as the New York Yankees. You've got the Hendrick Penske. Stuart RCR, Haas. Stuart Haas. No, Stuart Haas no, actually was pretty did, good this year. They've gotten better. They actually like they, they heated up at Daytona so, or Talladega for so sure. So Stuart Haas, like the the Hendrick Penske RCR, those every single time that those accounts tweet, you can tell it's some fucking PR firm. It's just business making the yeah. tweet. Where RFK, I'll throw JGR in that for most of them. And JGR too. For most of them, they actually have a JGR, little bit. I'll give JGR some honorable mention here because JGR has been doing a lot of informative reels they and stuff. They've been killing it with And those. they're really killing fucking it. good. They are. But the RFK, colleague, front row, SHR, <laughs> those actually feel like there is a funny person behind them making yeah. the tweet. Agreed. Actually, the other NASCAR teams, whereas the other teams just feel like it's a scheduled, automated system business and, yeah. tweet like it's boring it's, yeah it's much like I, it's the same thing with like the nhl there's teams that are fun on twitter and then like i hate the bruins twitter is fucking terrible it's it just very by the book 
like this is the score of the game. This is what happened. This is a news release. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, here's our template. We use it for everything. Yeah, where yeah. the RFK is like the fucking meme wars that RFK oh. front row and colleague get in are just incredible. Oh, that's so good. And the engagement they get on them is unbelievable. So I'm I said RFK, but I'm actually with Norm. The yeah. three of them as a collective. Right. I think RFK is the strongest out yes. of them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's like the final form. I mean, Christ, Christ the memes that came out of Championship Media Day or playoff media day of brad sleeping the memes that oh, came out of that was unbelievable yeah and and rfk was at the forefront of making them mm-hmm. what's next I, oh what do you got to add um i was in agreement with you guys yep. on that one okay. okay uh broadcast moment of the year i got one that i think people may have forgot about. this was hard i didn't have one so i did forget about a lot i got i got two um one that i think people forgot about very early in the year on the broadcast clint boyer called willie b to break out this year said he was going to get six to eight wins i don't remember that oh, it was wow. like the second week of the wow. year boyer called it really early and got no credit for that so I'm going to go and with Clint he's, Boyer. he's the Fox bets guy, dude. You could have yeah. bet on that yeah. in that moment. Could have won Clint's money. That and <gasps> Dale Jr. calling Ryan Blaney before the season started. So not oh, quite yeah. a broadcast, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. but close enough because they're broadcasters. So yeah. I'm going with those. Yep. All right. I had two. One. Anytime Dale Jr. interrupted somebody to say, we got to spin. <laughs> uh, <laughs> priceless. Every time. And we got a car in a wall. I, forget, I think. <laughs> Those I are the best. think it was the all-star race when Clint Boyer is like, all right, now follow Ryan Blaney here. We're going to oh. see how <laughs> he threw the pen or whatever. Lift off the throttle. <laughs> and as soon as he gets the corner exit, they cut to like just a zoomed then, in shot of another car. And then you're just here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you actually heard that. Boyer just like, rifled something off. He just rifled a pen. Across. It came over here. I'll find it later. Okay. Um, I had actually won, but I was just yeah, stay with me here. Boom. Yeah. Oh, dude, that was the fucking greatest. Uh, I had one incredibly broad one, uh, and that was the switch to NBC. Yeah, because Thank God. Fox this year. I mean, we've bitched about Fox for the last two, three years. As long as we've been doing this show, it felt extra mailed in this year. It seems every year just progressively downhill a little bit and a little bit. It and I hope felt terrible. Did you see oh, the whole Larry Mack thing? Yes. So there was a clip from race hub this week. I think it was Adam Alexander was talking to Larry Mack and Mike joy and Kevin Harvick. Yes. And he ended the whole interview with, I'm excited to see you guys in the booth this year. And everybody kind of started flipping out. I would absolutely adore Larry Mack back in the booth, but Fox also says that their truck broadcast is in the booth and they're in Charlotte. Yeah, so, right. And Larry Mack's big thing is he said this years ago, he doesn't like to travel and he wants to be home with his wife. He can drive to the studio in 15 minutes from his house. Yeah. He doesn't have to leave his wife for the entire weekend. Yep. Um, I love Mike joy, but we've said it time and time again, Mike joy is kind of just aging out and kind of just kind of phoning it in a bit. Also, if you guys listen to the Dale jr. Download with Kevin Harvick, I don't know if this is a long-term deal he signed with Fox. Didn't sound like it. He sounded like he was one and done with Fox. Maybe like it's kept a trial saying, deal. Like, see how I like it. Like get, get to week 13 and then I'm out. Everything was like, oh, then we're gone. I don't yeah. know. Maybe like it's everything a- he kept saying sounded like it was like he wasn't coming back. Well, it could be a, they want me. I'll give it a shot. They're going to sign me a paycheck and I'll see if I like it later. Yep. Now I'm mad because I had another one that I didn't write down that I just thought about. And I don't, but that for me, it was just the switch to NBC because I felt like the coverage gets so much better. I mean, let's just better. say it. Yeah. The cutaway car. 
Attention. Yeah. That's the broadcast moment of need. the year. It's Anytime Latart saw the cutaway car and explained anything to us. I did have another one. The rotor explosion. Phenomenal. Oh, God. What the fuck? Go ahead, because I'm going to try to remember the other one. And if I think about it, I'll. Uh, Jeff Burton trying to save Van Gisbergen. <laughs> <laughs> broadcast moment of the year. I mean, honestly. Bagley in the one. turn. Anytime. Yeah, there was oh, one yeah, I just thought of. Priest, oh, yeah. We've joked about it, but Priest's wreck. But as it happened live, that overhead shot, and you could, couldn't really tell how bad it was. Until it went to like the ground level yeah, the shot. Ground level one, yeah. But like, I actually just recently saw the, the video of that again. And live as it happened, you could hear the fear in the booth's voice. Like, oh, yeah. oh God. Like, you know, obviously Rick Allen's being Rick Allen, but you could hear the kind of like, oh shit, you know? And, I don't know if you guys listened to the teardown last week. They did like a race by race recap of the season. And they were saying, I think Bianchi said it. He goes, you know, I wasn't there. He goes, here he goes, I wasn't there for the Dale accident, but that felt that was the closest I felt to the Newman wreck since that in a while. You know what I mean? Like you didn't know right off the bat because it was so violent. Oh, okay. We didn't talk about it because it just came out. Did you guys see the video of Newman's helmet? No. Oh, yeah. So he did like a, like it looked like a YouTube video with some dude. Excuse me. And he was, he pulled his helmet from Daytona out of a bag and was showing this guy there's scuff marks on it from Corey LaJoy's bumper. Jesus. Like he physically hit his helmet with the car. Yeah. They had to cut the helmet off of Newman's head. Jesus. They because, cut the face out of it. Yeah. Because it crushed the helmet sideways. So it was stuck to his head. So they have to like cut the chin bar. So yeah, they literally cut the face off of it Jesus. around like the jaws and split the helmet to take it off his head. Holy fuck. Where That's- was this? Uh, somebody shared it on Facebook or Twitter. It was almost like, I think it was on our discord as well. It was almost like he was doing like a private video with somebody. He's like in this, I've never showed this to anybody on camera and like looks right at the camera. And then all of a sudden the video is all over Twitter. So like, it was almost seemed like he didn't want him to share it, but he did. I'll try to find the video and I'll reshare it to our discord, but it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, yeah it's nuts. That. Like the helmet that. physically, yeah. it broke on one side of the, like the face part. Like at the bottom of the visor, it broke on one side and allowed the helmet to crush. And then they cut the other side. So it was pretty much an open face at this point. So they could split the foam, open it up and take yeah. it off of his head. So his helmet, he literally got hit by the car and his helmet crushed between the car and the headrest and was stuck to his head. I remember my other broadcast moment of the year. Took me a second, but I remembered it. Uh, Kurt Busch at Coda. Oh, oh God. Calling yeah. his former car that he didn't want to leave home to the victory. That was enough to make a grown man sob. That was yeah. brutal. That was, I was so mad that people were mad about that. Like, shut the fuck up. That was, inc- that was just an incredible moment, like TV moment. Yeah. I'm going to share it to our Discord right now. Cool. I'm going to put it in. What do you got, Corey? So it doesn't get better. Uh, I did not have one for that. Okay, cool. Yeah, that was hard. I couldn't think yeah. of anything specific until just now. Uh, I'm calling it the what were you thinking or bonehead moment of the year. Um, I am going to go with the Sheldon Creed Austin Hill debacle. I had Andy Petrie RCR. Yeah. Because I don't blame the drivers here. Yeah. I, so, I, I mean, I for, blame management on for that me, one. this was the boneheaded move of airing your fucking dirty laundry all over the yeah, goddamn. Yeah. Like the, the whole entirety of that situation was just awful. 
I felt terrible for, for Sheldon, who I don't think deserved the heat that he got. Agreed. Uh, RC opening his big fat mouth. Like usual. Petrie being an idiot. Um, just the, the whole thing was in bad taste every which way to Sunday. So that's yep. that's where my, that's my head was at. I'm exactly the same. <laughs> my boneheaded moment of the year is multiple. Buying white shoes. Jesus. It's Carson Hosevar. Nothing. Uh, IRP was this year, right? No, that was last year. Was that last, last year? year? All right. Strike that from the record. Um, he was actually cleaning up his act. Cup Martinsville. Yeah, that was done. When he hooked the 54 car in yep. a race where he's not there to do anything but drive in circles and just finish. Yep. Uh, getting into an on-track incident with somebody racing for points and hooking them for no reason, as well as Phoenix. Yeah. Um, it's And that goes, we said it, we talked about it quite a bit before, but between him and Corey Heim, I give most of the stupidity to Corey Heim in the aftermath. Yeah. But Carson Hosevar just simply overdriving it. Yeah. When you didn't need to at that and point. And then hanging time. it up. Yeah. And yeah. then just the mental yep. beat down he gave himself. So I had to give him my bonehead of the year. Uh, yep. Honorable mention yep. was Chase with Denny. Chase I, I right, have that written too. Chase right hooking Denny and getting suspended for yet another race. Yep. yep. Agreed. Yeah. All solid ones that I had thought about. Sorry, I was just watching the video and that is insane. Oh, it's yeah, crazy. I'm going to watch yeah, it as soon yeah. as we stop recording. Yeah. <gasps> um, team of the year. RFK. RFK. I like that answer. I agree with that answer, but I'm also, I wanted to give it to 2311. It's a good answer too. That's not bad. Yeah. Just because yeah. that team, yep. I mean, they went further in the playoffs than any of their drivers ever have. Um, Tyler Reddick won what? Three races, two or three races. Two. two um, Bubba didn't win a race, but had the best career, race or season of his life. Yep. The most competitive. The team showed up with speed, was winning polls, was leading laps. 100%. Yep. Yeah. I, I could go 1A, also, 1A, 1B, 1A, 1B. Dumping that money into the new race shop and stuff like that. Michael Jordan being at, what, like 12, 13 races in a row? Yeah. yeah. 12 more than Tony Stewart? Yeah. So I know he went to, yeah, so probably 12 more. <laughs> Tony Stewart was at Phoenix. I don't know if he stayed Fuzzy for the math. cup race, but Fuzzy he was at Phoenix. Books. Yeah. Bandwagon Tony Stewart over here. Yeah. Oh, my guys are in the championship race. I'm in. Oh, yeah. I'll show up once. This Cole, Cole what? Oh, Custer? Cole. Didn't I fire that guy last year? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll go watch him race. Oh, is that the guy who still costing me money? Fuck. I thought I fired him. How many sponsors has he brought to the table? Oh, that guy? All right, we're going to go watch him race. I had the 24 team, just yep. in general. I yep. thought yeah. the entire year, like, pretty much damn near a mistake for you on pit road. They were always competitive. Always in the conversation. Yeah, William yep. Bryan had a yep. yeah, had breakout year for him. Yeah. Best and most consistent pit crew, that 54 pit crew was just lights out. Oh, yeah. yeah they won the challenge. They were, the they were hot and cold, but they had the speed. But the 24, I mean... Did he ever lose spots in pit road? Like no, no, they were just disgustingly consistent. All, yeah. And they did what we talked about last year with the loose wheel shit. Yeah, you can light off. I mean, they had fast pit stops, but sometimes you take that extra tenth, and you they just were consistent they were perfect pit stops. That's all, all you could ever ask long. for out of a pit <clears throat> crew. Yep, hundred percent. Next, you, your race of the year. Uh, I put two, uh, I put, I added a finish of the year and a race of the year. Okay. Finish of the year was the Blaney Harvick finish at Dega by the bumper. Yep. That was good. Just a exciting finish. Heartbreaker for you. Uh, not even, not, not so much like whatever. Yeah. I, I would have loved to see him win. I still blame Harrison Burton for him. I was not getting say, a win. race of the year was the first Phoenix when Harrison Burton cut. Yeah. He ruined it. <laughs> um, I still blame <laughs> really, him Harrison Burton. Oh. oh, that was the other one. That was Daytona. 
but it didn't matter because he still made it in and whatever. Uh, he wasn't going to go very far because the car sucks, but whatever. Uh, but, uh, race of the year, I'm going Pocono because obviously we were there. We had a great time. There was the, the Denny and Larson drama. Yeah. There's the helmet toss. It was a good race. I, the Xfinity race the day before was a great race. We're flipping out about potential, you know, fuel mileage issues. It didn't work out that way because of the wrecks, whatever, but it was yeah, just an exciting. Races, we got robbed at the end of a good stretch. Yeah, it was just exciting. Oh, no, the racing. truck race had a, had a good time. Last lap pass. Yeah, it was exciting. Yeah. We got Arca breaks and pancakes. We did. Yeah. Just I'm going poking. I had, so I wanted there to be like a moment of the year because for me, and I still look back at this and smile. We can do a moment. No, it's fine. I just, no, I'm, Dan's I'm just going to cut. No, I'm piggybacking on his Pocono thing. My moment of the year cut for seats. us as a total Sunday night at Pocono two o'clock in the morning in the camper. Oh yeah. When we just had the <laughs> fucking giggles for these an two hour. These two assholes are, about that. These two assholes are laying in bed. I'm standing in the middle of the camper and we cannot stop laughing at homie will you make it? <laughs> you want to see homeboys naked? Yeah, I know. Everybody yeah, know that. Everybody know that. Homie will you make I don't know. I, don't know how reason, I thought we were quoting dodgeball. No, we were quoting like I remembered it as dodgeball, but now it's like we oh, were water boy. Steph yeah. is Dying in the bed. Steph is dying laughing in the bed. These two were in their bunks dying laughing. I'm standing in the middle of the camper. I don't even think we were drunk. Like we had drank, but we weren't that bad. No, No, that was was the fire night. We sat by the campfire on the 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 road course for like six hours. So like two in the morning. Norm's playing god awful dance music and we had a blast. I mean, every like what was was it playing? Like 80s jams? Oh, we were all in the place. We had country roads. Just like Like, the like three hours of music that I know people would enjoy to. All right. What do you guys want to listen to? Well, then to? Kevin and Miller like, had us listen right, to some country fucking, roads again. Kevin Miller threw on some jam band <laughs> shit. And we, booed oh him. yeah. He's but, like, dude, play this one. It's good. And it's like, bow, bow, bow. Yeah, we all just like, looked right, at dude, him. Like, get up. Fucking lame shit. Like, we had sing along for hours. But that <laughs> moment of the four of us, you know, me and Steph and you guys in the camper. And we, we had that, eight-year-old sleepover giggle fest we did yeah and it couldn't we couldn't stop like i went and laid in bed we're like all right and then i just think i yelled out like oh we all started fucking laughing (laughs) again like it was that night before you're it's the the trip is over you know you're packing up and leaving in the morning and it's every one of these trips i go on with friends like back in the day when i used to go to tail the dragon we all knew we had to drive a thousand miles the next day the most fun party night was the last night we'd be up till sunrise drinking and Cause we all knew we weren't, this was it. Like we were yeah. all going home tomorrow, yep. you know, just H2O. sitting on that, sitting on that couch with the fire pit, just playing. H2O, music. Was like always H2O, like H2O is the exact same way. It's the chill, yes. but the longest night it's, I would be out on Sunday night at H2O till three in the morning on a deserted strip with like three of my buddies just cruising around. Cause we knew in the morning we're out of here. And that night at Pocono, Watching the fucking awning catch on fire on somebody else's car. Oh, that was bad. Me and Steph getting yelled at for riding bicycles on the track. Oops, worth it. Like hanging out by the fire, pulling the couches mm. over and shit. Like that was just like moment of that. Yeah, that was awesome. Much like the first year we went, me and you sitting up watching the fucking holler parade in the sunset. Just that oh, feeling. Let me That's what I had. What? What? Uh, what? We did more than that. Um, <laughs> I'm still just itchy. some hand stuff. I'm still itchy. Um, <laughs> that whole night from basically when the sun went down till we went to bed was just such a good night. Yeah, because like, it's, it's usually like for a lot of people, I know a lot of people have to pack up, leave, go to work the next day. We were fortunate enough that we could take the next day off. Um, 
but that just that chill, that chill eight hours post race, watching the haulers go by, <gasps> trying to get them to beep their horns like we're two year olds pumping our arms and stuff. Mexican and then, night. Oh yeah, that's, that's Mexican I mean, yeah, night. That was bomb. Shortly the fireworks, shortly after the race, are always good. Yeah, um, we had a, that was just, great. Just yeah, Pocono weekend's always great. I just think of that moment of the fucking giggles. And yesterday, and it makes me laugh. Yesterday, we're driving home uh, from Pittsburgh. The puppy. My buddy Adam is driving, and if we're, we're well, we cut a different road than we went the way there because we stopped at a Wawa because we wanted to, you know, go to Wawa. Uh, so the way it sent us because there was like a road closure or whatever was the road that 81. we take. Yeah, it's the, it's the fucking road that has a cut in it every hundred feet. So you're driving up the road. So we're going the back roads by Pocono. We literally were, you know, two minutes away from Pocono, cutting that back way home. I'm like, Oh, we're going the wrong direction. Yeah. Just, I don't know. I don't, it's, yeah, that that was good. We were doing superlatives. I wanted to bring that moment up because we were all fucking in middle school again, just hopped up on Mountain Dew and not being able to go to sleep. Yeah. Like it was so funny. Yeah. That was awesome. Good, good pick. All right. So sorry, Norm. I cut you off. Uh, I think we were doing race of the year. Race of the year. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I went with Chicago. I also went with Chicago. Just because the finish was amazing. SVG winning was amazing. And the fact that it just, it completely surpassed my expectations and like, um, what completely reversed what I thought would happen. I actually thoroughly enjoyed that. Yeah. You both talked a lot of shit and I was like, boy, do you see it's kind of my thing. I'm with Normie said it earlier. I, we, I was right with him. I talked a ton of shit. But that I remember watching that first practice session, not even that the days leading up to it and all the media coming out and seeing what the city looked like with the track. I was like, all right, this might be cool. The race is going to suck, but it's going to be cool. And then you watch that first practice session and it's like, holy fuck, man. Some of these camera angles with the cars in the middle of the city. And again, cool. It looks cool, but it's probably going to suck. And then the debacle of Saturday and half of Sunday. And then that race was just. It was like edge of your seat the whole time, obviously because of the rain. Yeah, I think the rain, if we didn't have bad weather, I think that race turns out like we think it does. Yeah, yeah. But I want to see next year now. I'm excited for what happens if they get good weather next year. But it was the finish. It was the holy shit Shane Van Gisbergen wins. Like all of it. Yeah, going from wet tires to dry tires. All of of the encompassing of the whole weekend. I thought that was going to be the joke of the season. And I ended up fucking loving that whole weekend, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Like even just the stuff I was actually, Brad Perez was posting stuff on Twitter the other day, remembering that weekend and seeing the Xfinity guys, like their garage was on one side of the road and the other side of the road. Yeah. Is and then that car accident, basic that happened. Ass traffic and there's a car accident and the colleague guys go out and zip tie this person's bumper back on so they can keep driving. Like what the fuck is that? that? And then, I you remember know, the guy at night that like just drove onto the track and they had yeah. to like, yeah. And like a rental C seven yeah. or something. Yeah, like and the, I remember specifically like sitting on my phone waiting for Xfinity to go live because Brad was doing the track walk. And I was like, yes, I really want to see the track walk of this racetrack. And that was and like so cool. Yeah. See all the details of the track. So, I mean, it was way cool. And it, like I said, it way surpassed my expectations for the weekend. But like we said that weekend, and like I still agree to now, I think if it was dry and nice out, like, I don't think that would have been an this picture. Race. just brings me back to how cool that was. Kyle. Mm. Brad going through yeah. like the buildings like he's on whatever road that is like just waiting for tech like it was just wild you know it's, it's the like same thing as there should be stop and go traffic here right now yeah it's the same thing as um when they the first year they did the clash 
how they had all the, the haulers in the parking lot across the yeah, street. And the cars yeah. driving in and stuff. Yeah, like, that. like it's those we like this isn't supposed to be happening. It made it so cool. You yeah. know, I I will fully admit that I just shit all over that race for months before it happened, and I ate my shoe on that one. It was a great weekend. Yeah, I wasn't very high high on that leading up to. I think that's also why it's one of my races of the year because it turned out so yeah very surprisingly unexpected for me. Yeah, um, which I think. Agree. The one lane racetrack with it being wet, the moved restart zone, the single file restarts. I think that all added up to being like, this is just a racer's race. This isn't going to be a turn one shit show like yeah. we expected it to be. And since you did bring up personal races of the year or like memories of the yes. year, I will say that going to the Xfinity race at Loudoun and taking my girlfriend to her first race. Yes. For me. Oh, yeah. Because the like we we got there and... We were walking out to the track for like practice to start. And we're over down by the start finish line, but we were sitting. Joe had gotten us tickets yep. in you, turn one. You guys were up kind of where our seats Yeah, pretty much. For yeah, Sunday you are. joined us afterwards. I, after these guys left media day, I was like, Joe and Corey are up in the stands yeah. and I want to watch the mod race. So I was like, I'm going up there with them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like we were getting out there and practice just started. Like I see like, you know, Denny's pulling out. I'm just like. I'm just watching and she's kind of like walking around, like looking around nothing. I'm just like, she's like, so when do they come? And I'm like, what she said first, she said like, Oh, they're kind of loud. And I'm like, <laughs> she's like, why are you laughing? I was like, what are you smirking for? I'm like, just wait. You'll see. Just wait. And, and then you, like, and you have ruined her enough to the fact I brought it up a couple episodes ago. Oh yeah. But what is your, what is, what was her present to you? Uh, so do you want to know how did I tell you how it was given to me? No, you did not. Okay. So, she was like, she's like, all right, your present's set up in the other room. Come see. I'm like, okay. <gasps> now she had told me leading up to this, that she has her uh, nephew Griffin. That is like eight months old. Now she's like, you get to borrow his gift, but he has to keep it. I'm like, okay. I'm like, how is this mine to borrow? I'm confused. Yeah. How is this mine to borrow? But his to play with afterwards. I'm like, all right, whatever. Like I'm, I'm confused trying to figure it out. Like, Maybe I want She's to. got your head in a fucking blender right yeah. now. Yep. <laughs> so I kind of, I go into the room and sitting on the table is there's two Hot Wheels cars and there's like a little like play school play types, like RV camper yep. things up. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm like, Thanks. I'm try, I'm like try to figure this out here. And she's like, well, what do you see? And I'm like, I see people camping and she had taken like pictures of our faces and like she put her face on the girl one and mine on the guy one. I'm like, well, that's pretty assumptuous right there. <laughs> <laughs> I believe presumptuous was presumptuous. presumptuous? I'm sorry. I'm okay. all distraught. Um, so I'm like, oh, we're going camping. She goes, well, where do you think we're going camping? I'm like, I don't know. I hope <laughs> like, you said Pocono. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. She's like, what do you see behind it? Because I didn't see the two Hot Wheels cars behind it. And I'm like, I really don't know, to be honest, be honest with you. And that's why I saw a piece of paper inside the camper. And that's when I pulled it out. I was like, this is a, this is a picture lot of New Hampshire Motor Speedway. And she's like, yeah, and that's our spot right there. Like one little spot that was highlighted. I was like, no fucking way. You got... Dude, I'm so excited for you it's to be there. So this stoked. I'm excited because you're going to be there. I think Sanchez Sanchez actually just texted me the other day asking if I had renewed my spot. And I was like, yep, same spot. He's like, all right, cool. He didn't elaborate any further. So I don't know what the hell he's planning on. But I'm excited because like last year was a lot of fun. But it was just like me, Steph and Kyle, our buddy, Kevin. Yeah, pretty much all weekend. 
which was great. Like I had a good time, but like I was missing you guys, you know? So I'm excited. Like, you said Aww. you're coming with me that you said you're staying this year. Yeah. I don't know what Sanchez thinks he's doing here, but uh, better make some real estate buddy or we're cuddling. He stayed in your, one of the beds last year. Cause he stayed, <gasps> well, he stayed with last me night. when the race got rain delayed. He stayed with me. Steph went home and me and him went out, me, him and Kevin went out and partied all Saturday night or Sunday night. Oh, so good news, Kyle. No one slept in the bunk beds. Yep. Oh, no, we cuddled. Actually, no, that was the greatest night I've ever slept in the camper because that bed's way more comfortable when there's only one person in it. Because Kevin is sir. Instead of... <laughs> in, was so it Kevin's warm. beard? Because Joe is so warm. Oh, no, Kevin was very comfy in his own camper. But that was the greatest night I've ever spent in the camper because I had the whole bed to myself, not two dogs and two people. Yeah, <laughs> I laid true. in the middle like, yep, this is great. <laughs> this is living. Yeah, so but he did crash last year because he didn't want to drive home. I was like, dude, I'm staying here. Just fucking stay with, like, stay in the yeah. camper. You know, so I think this year will be even better with more of us hanging out. Like, I, I'm excited that I got to do it. So now this year, I've got to We lay, get to I've, do it. I've got a lay of the land. You walked so we can run. Yeah, I got a lay of the land. So, like, when we see the guy with the wagon with the blender on a weed whacker that makes margaritas for free. You know, we know to stop him. That's yeah. a thing, that's yeah, a thing by the way. We yeah. tried to pay him and he wouldn't take it. He was like, here you go. That's awesome. Did you ask him what kind of like mixing stuff he was using? Nope. I didn't get one. Um, Steph's cousin. <clears> got Cause one. that would be like, how do you pay him? Like he walks over and you just drop like a bottle of vodka in the thing or something. I think he, he, he did have margaritas. a tip jar. We did tip him like a lot because he was like, I don't want <clears> any money for this. We're like, Dude, you're making us drinks in a blender powered by a weed whacker. Like, <laughs> like set up in a wagon. Like this is phenomenal. Bring him some two stroke oil. Yeah. Oh, you guys are in for it next year. That was, I mean, that ride. Yeah, I'm giving him some premix next year. For sure. <laughs> that, that, that party was, I think, better than Pocono. Wow. Pocono was sick because it's in the infield and you're in the track and everything. But the party atmosphere up in that lot is fucking insane. Yeah, Looking I forward think, to I'll it. I think I'll go up for Saturday night. Yeah, absolutely. I don't, I don't know if. I think I want to take a shower at my own house Saturday morning before we do media all day. Yeah, I feel you. And then Saturday night after media day, probably go home, shower again, come back. The plus side is where X lot is. That's where the parking for like the I'm just visiting camping is. So your car is like right there. Like a step sister and her cousin came up to hang out on Saturday night last year and they parked right next to the lot we were camping and it was great. Sweet. All right. Keep digging. What do we got? Fuck, we're so far away. (laughs) I know. know. Damn it. Uh, We got Daytona, though. Oh, yeah. Your driver of the year. Driver of the year. I gave that to Willie B. So did I. Breakout of the year for him. Uh, Breakout year for him. God, I'm the only one that went different. Uh, Sounds like it. (sighs) I don't want to. But I'm going to give it to Dennis. I think he was consistently in the conversation all year yeah. long. I mean, he always is. He's always in the top echelon of drivers. But up until the end of the playoffs this year, it I hate to admit it, but when he said it felt like his year, it did. Yeah, I he agree with was that. Very strong all year long, always in second, leading a shit ton of laps, winning stages, was in the conversation for the regular season championship all year long. Up until he was out of the playoffs, I had this terrible feeling that he was going to finally break the curse. I mean, if it wasn't for the failure, I mean, he exactly. would have kept yep. going. Exactly. So I just he's I, trash at Phoenix. So I wouldn't happen, give but. it to him just because we've seen this out of him before. I think we've seen this out of him, but not to this level. I think he was even 2019? better. 
What was the year him and Kevin Harvick traded wins every True. week? True. That was where you're he, right. I think he had like seven wins. But I think the but I think that year he had a lot of wins, but he wasn't consistent. Yeah. This year he had yeah. less wins, but he was consistently, I mean, top five every fucking yeah. week. You know? I'm waiting for the fucking guy to fall off a cliff because apparently it's not happening. He's almost 50 years old <laughs> and he's still as good as he was in 06. Like it's kind of annoying. Yeah. I, I don't want to give it to him, but just the fact it's that hard not every to every yeah. single week. And I, I honestly buy He actually likes when you give it to him. <laughs> 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 oh, Jesus. It's been a while since we've had that joke. That's for you, Jet. That's that's for you, Mike. It's for you, Carteropoli. Um, <laughs> I think you could Jesus honestly, Christ. given the years that they have him and Willie are like one, a one B. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that hurt. I got, I'm glad I got through that question without puking. <laughs> All right, our last three are all somewhat similar. Uh, so we'll start with Truck Series moment of the year, then Xfinity and Cup Series moment of the year. So all let's right. go Truck Series. Yeah, uh, series at a time here. Truck Series. Um, I'm giving it to the selling of KBM to Spire. Ooh. Ooh. That yep. was probably the biggest news yep. bit of the Truck Series all season. Uh, no one saw that coming. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's what I'm going with. Cause that was wild. We were like, it went from like, what? It was like the weird private porno 69 rumor to holy shit. It happened. Yeah. That was insane. He, yeah, he, he tweeted that and everyone was like, yo, I mean, no. they're yeah, celebrating okay, their you? You know, bazillionth win and, and they're firing on all cylinders and all of a sudden boom sold. Were we there for their last win? Well, their last win was Pocono, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. And we'll that's just, weird. I'll just add to that real quick before I say mine. Uh, GMS closing their doors. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Out that of left a, field. Yep. Yep. I, yeah. So both of those were big shockers to me. We're for moment of the year. I mean, obviously we can give it to the shit show that was Phoenix. That's I gave it to the shit show that was. Phoenix. I figured one of you guys would. So I was going to mention Texas. I believe it was Texas. Might have been. I think it was Texas when Hart, Hosovar won. When they all just started just wrecking each other at the end of the race. I and like you might no be. one like cars got loose and people were just bulldozing each other on the front stretch. And it was just like, yeah, like just yes, no I know lifting. Where, I know it was just an ugly that restart. Yeah. I, yeah. Think it yeah, was. I think it was the Texas playoff race. Yeah, I think it was Heim and Zane Smith out front yes. or something or yes. Eckes was up there. Uh, 19, I think that's Eckes. And they were like side by side and Hosovar just like pushed both of them out of the way and split them. Mm-hmm. And they both went crashing and he just kind of drove through. Yeah, and it was just like watching the replay. Like this should have been a really good finish, and then they just all started wrecking each other. Yeah, yep, yep. yep. Um, I gave it to the Phoenix shit show. It was didn't say it had to be yeah, a good start, moment. start to finish. Didn't <laughs> yeah. say it had to yeah. be a good moment. Yep, it was a moment. It's obviously recency bias because it's fresh in my mind, and I really didn't watch a ton of the truck series this year. Dude, so I legitimately, <laughs> it was like truck series moment of the year. I was like, was there one? I, I, <laughs> for some I reason, question, I was like, didn't say good. Shit, how yeah, am I for some this reason, one? this year I I watched Pocono because I was there. Phoenix because it's Phoenix. I may have like sprinkled in a little bit of a truck race here or there, but I was always seem to be like out or doing something when the truck and it's so hard to follow the truck series because they'll have six weeks off and then you're yeah, like, oh yeah. shit, there's a truck race tonight. You yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. So I barely watched any of it. So it was hard to come up with one. So I just went recency bias, the shit entire show. Phoenix shit show. Also yeah. truck series moment of the year. Them not going to Martinsville is still a fucking sin. Yep. Yeah. yeah agreed. Agreed. Yeah. There'd be a parking lot every five right, seconds. Go, go. What do you got? Um, well, we can hop right into Xfinity if you want, because I can, I can pinball off that one. Hey, they pinballed off each other enough. <laughs> they did, but that photo 
from the final lap at Phoenix where the three of them are like three abreast oh, to the white with the flag. sunset. Yeah. Yes. Fire. That, because if you look back, if you think about it, it's like that's how the racing should have been. And that's like three guys going for it with respect. And then you look at the night beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. At the truck series, which is how yep. laughable that's like, that's how it should not be. This is how it should I mean, be. for a split yeah. second, they were four wide. They were the all four, four of championship them. drivers were four wide yes. for the weed. Uh, yeah. For four the weed. Four, 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 four lied for the weed. Four lied for the weed, baby. What are you back Yo, in middle school? Kyle Cush, baby. What up? Uh, <laughs> it was all four of them out of turn two there. for a split second were four wide. Those yeah, shoes look cool. like something a drug dealer would wear. <laughs> <laughs> See, they're too close to Air Force One. I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, for Xfinity, I went back to earlier this year. I'm going with the feel good moment in the Xfinity series with Ryan Truex getting his win at Dover. Oh, that, the Truex that weekend. The Truex weekend was yep. sick. That's that was still so cool. one of my favorite episode images I did. Yeah, that, that was that, a good. Because yeah. I scoured the internet for them doing the same pose so I could yeah. put them side by side. That whole weekend, like with Martin sharing the picture of them in the stands at Loudon and yeah. Ryan's like sucking on the bottle. Yep. And then when Ryan wins and Truex is the, or Martin's the first one in his window, yeah. like that. And then Martin goes out the next, well, two days later because it got rained out and he dominates and they, you know, you get the brother weekend. That was such a cool, that, that was, was a great yeah. moment. Yeah, I like that one a lot. I honestly forgot about that moment. I did too. Um, loved it. I think we were all big fans of that win. My obvious Xfinity moment of the year is my boy Cole motherfucking Custer winning the championship. Yep. Kind of saw that coming from left field. Yep. My yeah. boy. I believed in you, Cole. No one else did. I got dose. Uh, okay. Number one is Dale Jr. at Bristol leading a fuck ton of laps. Yeah. yeah. That, that, was, that was awesome. Like watching him be out front not just leading a couple laps, like he led like 60 laps. And not by like strategy that he got lucky and just happened to restart well, first. Well, he did. He did actually. Yeah, but it was but strategy. But I'm saying like restart first and then just like, oh, yep, right. and well, falls he took back. A he fourth place there. car with good pit strategy. But yeah, he, exactly. Yeah. And watching him lead. I mean, there was a moment where we all thought he could win that race. I mean, he could have. He could have until the fire. Um, and my other moment to piggyback off of one of yours, our golden hour Pocono race. Oh, yeah. Being up in the stands for that Xfinity race with all of our buddies, sunset. I mean, like the the vibes and the fucking views and like the golden sunset. Oh, like the beautiful. car. It just was such a cool moment because that was the first time I've gone up in the stands for the Xfinity race. Normally we watch it from the camper. Yeah. And we were robbed of our ARCA golden hour because that's normally Friday. Friday night? Yep. Friday night. And for some reason, like obviously it rained, so we didn't get that. We had Arca in the morning, which was fun. And I think that pushed the whole schedule back. So having the Xfinity race at like five o'clock was awesome. Oh, that was like, killer. Like getting a ride over to the stands in the Dale in truck. In the Dale truck, yeah. Like that whole little vibe there was just, I look back at that. There's in the reel you put up, there's a video of just all of us standing there like watching the race. And I'm like, dude, that was such a good That's moment. That's the feels like, that right there. That was such a good moment on that weekend. Hey, you give me a hard time for my reel making, but uh, I, don't I hit you, you right hard, in the feels. I don't give you a hard Stop time. Stop filming. No, just, fuck you. It was a good one. I mean, reel of the year was eastbound and down. No, reel of the yeah. year. Yeah. Reel of the year was that. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, you got anything else? He said it's like fitting. Oh, yeah. Our- uh, so then we do cup series moment of the year. Uh, I said SVG winning Chicago. Same. So did I did. God damn it. Did I, we all say the same thing? I didn't. Oh, okay. Uh, I thought about saying that, but I figured somebody else would. Um, I just, it, just the, the pass for the lead yes. was unbelievable. And like all both, the both passes. Yeah. yeah. And just that whole weekend of it went to shit and they had a monsoon, like record breaking rain, but it still put on an awesome race. 
the wet tires were cool. Like, and just seeing him show up kick ass and be super humble about it. I, I thought it was killer incredible. burnout too. Yeah. Um, so my moment alone on Island over here, the return of North Wilkesboro. No, well, yeah, yeah. Granted, yeah. the race yep. was fucking terrible. The, ra- the race was, that was a good awful. old fashioned ass. Whooping, it was a good brother. old fashioned ass whooping, but it was, it couldn't have been any more boring. <clears throat> yeah. The, the best part of that race was the open on the wet tires on a slightly dry track. Because the open was phenomenal. Uh, Noah Gragson completely cleaning out the inside wall was yes. hilarious. But like <laughs> yeah. that, and then getting fan voted in them having to duct tape the car back. Yeah, but yeah. That, just that whole weekend seeing that track come back to life was fucking insane. Like, yeah. I never thought I'd see the day. And the I've, documentary, they, did you see, watch yeah. that like multi-part documentary yep. they did on Race yep. Hub? That was killer. Just watching, knowing that that track since I was nine years old has been sitting dormant and we've been staring at pictures of it for all these years of it just getting overgrown and more in the weeds and it's gone. And then all of a sudden Dale jr. Cleans it up for iRacing and we're, we're happy. It's on iRacing. It was fun as hell the day. I remember being on iRacing, I think on a pro night, the night it got released and we all went and fucked with it that night. Yeah. We thought that was the best we were going to get. I remember texting Dan and being like, yo, we should drive down there to help clean up the track. Yeah. And then to, what was that? So that was COVID year. Was that yeah, 2020? 2020? Three to, years later to then three years later, here we are. The track is alive again. And that even goes back to the late model race the year before last fall. Yeah. I, it was just the coolest as the, you know, we talk about it on here all the time. We're very nostalgic. Two of my fucking paint schemes of the year were throwbacks to my childhood. Like I'm all about that shit. Yeah. And to see that happen was unbelievable. Yeah, it was the coolest fucking moment of the year. <clears throat> Pair it with Harvick in the 29 car. Like it was. Just, yeah, it was killer. That was such a great weekend. And yeah. now they're doubling down on the track. They're putting more money into it. They just repaved it. Yep. So yep. North Wilkesboro is here to stay for a long time. Yep. Sure is. Agreed. Excited. So that does it for our superlatives of the 2023 season. Let's answer some questions, shall we? Sure. Let's go Do to it. the Twitter. There's one. It's our very. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, festive? No, not festive. It's our very uh, consistent listener, Mr. Pepper Cuts Grass. Oh, hey. Grind set mindset, Pepple. baby. Anthem of the year was the championship cup race, and it was a close battle. What is the funniest moment of the 2023 NASCAR season? Funniest moment? Hmm. Hmm. Oh, man. K-Pasa. I'm going with the the... 14 and the 41, the, the Talladega yeah, Nights. That was <laughs> fucking phenomenal. Yeah. All of that was hilarious. Yeah. All the promos and all like the. Yeah, they the crushed it. Um, Priest, great actor. Yeah. This it was funny. Because he's not a great actor. He's not. Yeah. yeah. That's the best part about it. Uh, this was funny in a, well, actually funny in a bad way. Two things. Uh, our cheese at race at Loudon. Because we had nothing else to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I forgot about and that. In the same vein. The morning of the cup race in Chicago, getting on Twitter and seeing a fucking tire and wheel floating down pit road. Yeah. Like, yeah. And the track house doing the little boat races. With yeah. Bottles like and that stuff. morning, no one knew what to do. Everyone was like, what the fuck? And you're just, you're laughing because it hurts. You're yeah. Like what mm-hmm. the hell is I going on? I forgot about my girlfriend building tributaries through our campsite. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> His girlfriend's literally building a aqueduct system oh the cheese it racing yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, we're building funny. an aqueduct system through our fucking tailgate because it's absolutely monsooning they've already called the race like they called the race at 10 a.m 
I don't think, I think the last of us left the tailgate at like five or six, like Ryan stayed. We were there till almost like it was getting dark out. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. I stayed until like two thirty three. You guys. Yeah. You stayed. I think you guys took off like three or so, but it was like me, Ryan. Yeah. I took off five hours after they called the yeah. race. <laughs> like, obviously me, Steph and Joe were there because we were staying while well, Steph wasn't staying, but me and Joe were staying that night. But like Ryan and his buddies that were there, we all stayed as long as he, we were the last people in N3. Yep. N3 was deserted except for our tent. Yep. And then, but that was because it stopped raining at that point. They could have got that race and I'm still saying that. Yep. But like, it's pouring rain and I look over at Kyle's girlfriend and she's like crouched down like an eight-year-old with a stick. <laughs> she's <laughs> carving out fucking paths. It was more to alleviate the water, which it worked well. She did a great job. She needs to be like an engineer or some shit. Yeah. And then all of a sudden somebody goes, we should race shit. I just had cheese. I think I had a box of cheeses. I was like, I got it. (laughs) That was awesome. All right. The video and all you hear is Kyle in the background. Cheese it, cheese it, cheese it, cheese it. (laughs) And we started doing play by play. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we do marble racing with Cheez-Its. Oh, that was so funny. That was great. It was, we made the best of an absolutely awful situation. Oh, yeah. All right, let's jump to the Discord. I'm going to go back a couple weeks because Flat Out Forever came up with a little Hold theme on. he was going to do. Hold on. Oh, I hit my sound down. That's gone. Whereas I need Kyle saying, cheese it, cheese it. Cheese it, cheese it. Oh, that's actually not you. That's not you. I think that that's been Dan I think that's Dan Brown. Oh, was it Dan Brown? Yeah, I okay. So. I thought it was Yeah, they were very reason. into it. All right. Flat out forever. Mr. Tyler Paget started a little trend. Uh, he wanted to do like a countdown two weeks to Daytona. Unfortunately, he can't count. With NASCAR trivia. Well, he posted the 13 and then we canceled that episode. So he immediately posted a 12. But even before that, he had his count wrong because he couldn't oh. figure it out. He got all screwed up. Meh. Stats, baby. Let's go over them. Pictured is Kevin Harvick's 13th win. Mm-hmm. You can tell because it's a picture of Kevin Harvick in victory lane. The number 13 has the lowest win number of any from zero to 99 car numbers in the cup series in cup series history. How many wins does the number have out of 657 starts? What manufacturer has the most starts in this unlucky number? So the 13, I'm going to go with one win in Chevy. And I think it's Casey Mears. Uh, Casey Mears won in the 25. He won in the 25. And that was it. He never won in the 13 Geico car? He only won the Coca 600. I am going to say Pontiac has the most starts because was the Dan Marino car not a Pontiac? That was a Taurus. That was a Taurus. That was a Taurus. You're right. So I'm thinking Ford with the Dan Marino car. I have no idea. I have no idea. All right, I'll go manufacturer first. Chevrolet with 369. (gasps) Nice. Just one win. Johnny Rutherford in 1963. Oh, I don't know. Jesus. Come on. Come on. Chevrolet. I know. It's stupid. Has 369 starts. And the win was courtesy of Smokey Eunuch Racing in the Daytona 500. Oh, yeah, that's irrelevant stats. Give us something in this millennia, brother. All right. Next one. 12 weeks. <clears throat> All right. The third paragraph. Speaking of 12, what year was the last year we saw 12 months of racing in a single season for the Cup Series? 12 months of racing? Yeah, they used to go. That has to be in the 70s. I want to say late 70s. I'm going to go because they used to. Modern era. What's the cutoff modern era? 74? 
73. 72 is where the modern era is considered. So 71. But you think about it, they used to do, like, Daytona used to not start the season. They used to go to Riverside. Right. Even in the 80s, they would go to Riverside. So if, yeah, I'll, 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 Guess 71 last year of the non-modern era. I'm going to go with 1969. Nice. Nice. I'm going to go 73. I already hit the answer, so I'm not going to say it. 71. Damn it. Started at Riverside January 10th and finished at Texas World. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Woo. So Kyle gets two wins on that one. I fucking hate Texas World. Woo. I want to throw things at Kyle. Uh, right <laughs> I love when Texas World comes up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's an apartment it's complex. It's never coming now. back up again, brother. Sorry. Apartment <laughs> complex. All right. Relum Novak with a fuck, Mary kill. 80s dad rock. I'm out. My subject. Yeah, I'm already kind of lost. My Metallica, subject. Motley Crue, or Van Halen. Pass. Easy. Easy. I know I'm marrying Motley Crue. The other two, I couldn't pick a song to save my How life. How dare you? I could probably. If you played one of their songs, I would sing along and know the song by heart. How dare you. But I couldn't tell you who Van Halen, what songs Van Halen or Metallica plays. What about Van Hagar? There's three for a fucking loop there. Is that Can't Drive 55? No. Maybe. Damn it. Oh, I, I, that was, like Greta, I think that's I like Sammy Hagar, like isn't it? Greta Thunberg right now. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I am marrying Metallica. They are one of my all-time favorite bands. I am fucking Van Halen because I also one of my all time, maybe not all time favorite, but it gets me going. And as much as it hurts, I got to kill Motley Crue out of those three. Damn, I, I, I don't even know what to say to that. I'd marry Van Halen, fuck Metallica, and I would kill Motley Crue. I, that, I can be okay yeah, with yeah, that. Dude, I fuck with Motley Crue heavy. All right. Blocker. Blocker. Fuck, Mary kill. Printer. You got AOL dial-up internet? No, it's the yeah. goddamn printer. It like checks itself before we're, it We're updating itself. our AIM status. Um, block a G-G-G. fuck Mary kill. I'm upset. Don't don't message me. BRB. Dirt track, road course, or drag strip. Ooh. Um, this is tough for me. I'm gonna vote on what I would like to drive on the most. Okay. All right. And I'm gonna in that case. Marry a dirt track, fuck a road course, kill a drag strip. I've driven on a drag strip. I'm going to kill. All three, I imagine, would be fun as hell to drive on. You've never dirt. done a drag race? No, I haven't. You've I, never done a street I night? want to race the S10, but I got to put a clutch switch in it, and I'm lazy. I got to feel you. Um, I'm going to track. I feel like I would just have fun in any car on a dirt track. Yeah. I'm going to kill the drag. I'm going to fuck the dirt race, and I'm going to marry the road course. I'm going to agree with Kyle. I, I, I as well. I think dirt track and road course are kind of on the similar because I'm with Norm. I could probably have fun on anything on a dirt track. Same thing with a road course, though. Like you put me in Norm's truck on a road course, we're going to have fun. You put me in like a bone stock Mark three. We're still going to have fun. Yeah. The The reason why drag I put- strip, I've driven a 17 second car at a drag strip. It's not fun. Like it's boring. It needs I- to be a car that makes you fear death to have fun on a drag strip. I did an 11 and that's uh that was that was quick. That's what I mean. I think you need to have like a car that traps over a hundred to have it be fun. Like when I did yeah. it, the times I've done it, like it was all cars that, I mean, my Mark four should have been faster than it was, but I hit, I got stuck in limp mode on my first run and couldn't fix it. So I never actually got to have fun, but it just feels like you're merging onto the highway on yeah. anything. 
slower than like something that traps over a hundred. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like it needs to be a 11, 12 second car trapping over a hundred for it to be like, Whoa, that was sick. You know? Yep. Like a track day would be a shit ton of fun, but I feel like after a few laps, once you kind of get used to it, you're just going to be competitive with yourself the entire time. Yeah. I think that's why it'd be fun. And it's going to be all about track times where a dirt track, I feel like, I could just go in circles, slinging it sideways for hours. On true, end. true. You're right. I mean, yeah. those are very close for driver experience. As far as watching, like I love watching like amateur drag racing. I, the street nights time, are my favorite. Like it's any of the above would be good to spectate as long as it's like watching the best of the best do it is kind of boring in any aspect. Watching amateurs do any one of these three. Awesome. I'll take it. I'll, I'll watch somebody race around Lime Rock and miss every apex and downshift. And have an absolute blast. see. I dis I do disagree with you on the watching the best of the best because I want to see Kyle Larson in a four ten sprint car fucking fly by me at eye popping speed and then kick it sideways into the corner. I've never seen that live, but I have like gone to Lime Rock for IMSA. I went to Watkins Glen for the six hour. Insane to watch those prototypes and shit go by at full bore. I did stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night, and I've been to what year is it. <laughs> and I went to the NHRA when they were the first year they were in Epping and me and my dad sat top end, like right before the finish line. And when those fucking top fuel drag cars go by at 300 miles an hour, mock Jesus four seconds before, you know, like you, I still have videos on my phone and it's crazy how the cars are moving and they're already at like the, not the eighth mile, but they're halfway to the eighth mile before the sound even hits you. Like you see the flames come out. And then you get the sound. It's like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, and, and then they're by you. I, the videos I have somewhere, it actually distorted my phone when the cars went by. Like my phone got all fucked up because they were the power you felt. Yeah, when it's they went crazy. By. Same thing with like jet cars. Have you ever seen the jet cars? Yeah. Epping? Those are insane. I saw them in English town, Jersey. They're wild. So like yeah. watching professionals do that. I, I'm kind of on the other side of that. I love going to street nights, but I can only watch so many 14 second civics and WRXs go. Oh, yeah. it's gotten a little different now because now everyone just brings their Hellcats and their hey. Corvettes. And sh- oh, sorry. Everyone just brings this their- This is a 17 second yeah. WRX though. Everyone just brings their fucking Hellcats and shit. And now every, like now street nights just like, oh, another 12 second car, another 12, you know, yeah. the stuff up there now is crazy. I enjoy watching that, but there's something about seeing the, the pros, the pros yeah. blow your fucking mind yeah. every time. Just yep. like I would love to go with like Cohen to like PA sprint week and watch the fucking pros in four tens. Like videos online of them three wheeling it through the corner with these insane fiberglass and metal rocket ships that shouldn't be on the ground. Yeah. I'm down granted dirt racing. You end up with dirt in your French fries and in your eyeballs, but yeah, worth it. All right. Next question from blocka blocka. Will chase ever chase Elliot ever win again. (laughs) I think it's safe to say he will. Yeah. Probably at Daytona. Oh God. And last question and last question from Blocka. 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 If you did not have NASCAR, what would be your racing series of preference? I don't want to think about that. Honestly, IMSA is kind, of, kind of on the come up right now. It's going to have to be IMSA for me. They're getting really popular. Yeah. I would say IMSA and or granted the time would be weird, but Supercars. V8. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yep. I just think growing up. What's the closest thing to NASCAR? <laughs> supercars. Give I just think it. growing up. Euro NASCAR. If I wasn't solely focused on NASCAR, I would have got big into motocross. Yeah, I could. Yeah, I could see that. Because I was 
I grew up riding four wheelers and dirt bikes and yep. stuff like that. I'm surprised like, you're not. That's what me and my, I I did for a long time, but it's kind of just now it's like, a, like I solely focus oh. on NASCAR. On the subject of that, I meant to bring this up in news just because it was one of those cool things. We have nothing else to talk about. Did you see that motherfucker in the Baja 1000 this weekend? Who, Herbst? No. Well, yeah, her Riley Herbst won the Baja 1000 in his class. Did none of you see the dude with the dirt bike? No. No. <gasps> you didn't? All no. Right, continue, because I have to find it. I never it. follow Baja stuff. No, this was getting posted by everybody because this kid, so he basically, the Baja 1000 was this weekend, this kid that no one's ever heard of, has no sponsors, nothing. He's just a kid that rides dirt bikes in Australia. He flew to San Francisco, bought a dirt bike off of like Craigslist, drove it all the way down the Baja Peninsula to the start of the Baja 1000 so far that he had to get new tires because he burned the tires off of it riding on pavement. And he needed to get a bunch of other shit for tech. Yeah. No sponsors. He's there by himself. He literally had a backpack full of stuff. Now everybody else is there with pit crews, and chase vehicles like Corey talks about in the mint. There's all this shit that goes into it. This kid goes down there with a backpack. That's it. Yep. Does the entire Baja 1000 basically like people would help him where he needed it. Like there was a picture of him hanging out in somebody's pit on like the first night, like eating tacos and just like hanging out with them. And they were like helping him make sure his bike was good. He finished like eighth. What? Yeah. Nobody knows who this kid is. Like he bought a motorcycle and just did the Baja 1000. Like, like to say, he's like, I just did this. He like, just did it. Like I think he just wanted to kind of thing. Yeah. That's fucking incredible. It was, the, it was all over Facebook this weekend. And I was kind of following him. And like when he finished, there was a bigger crowd than like the people that won it. That's like, insane. It, yeah. He good for just, him. He just flew from Australia, bought a bike on the whim and fucking did one of the hardest races in the world. With no support, no nothing, no sponsors. On no probably pit crew. the worst thing to do, the Baja 1000. Yeah. No pit crew, no sponsors. No, He was there by himself. It's not even like his buddies came with him and they were following him in a rental car. Like, Well, he's got a sponsor now. Yeah, that's everybody was like, if he didn't have a sponsor before, he's got 50 of them knocking on his door now. People are saying that uh, the the sanctioning body, I think it's like score off-road. They're like, you should buy the bike and like put it on display. You know, like this, it, it's the it's one of those like, grassroots stories that's incredible it's the coolest thing like the fact send me any videos you find oh yeah they're all over the place dude it's nuts like and the kid's so humble like he finishes the race and the first thing he says i think it was like the first or second thing he says because there's a bunch of people like you know he crosses the finish line and there's he's getting surrounded by people and someone's like oh what do you want he goes kind of want a beer (laughs) (laughs) only it's like crikey yeah, I could go for a Foster's. <laughs> That's not it, but okay. <laughs> Isn't Foster's Australian? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's Australian for beer. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was spot on then. Foster's Australian for beer. Like, slam the giant can down. Uh, all right, to the Instagram, we got a couple here. Uh, first, Jet Daily. Oh boy. Oh, thank God. One can only listen to mediums under the stairs for so long. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that episode was that episode was rough, guys. It was wild. That, no, honestly, as much as Dylan is fucking hilarious, that Aliens episode, I couldn't even get through it. I can never tell if he's being serious or not. Did I it was like, one? I didn't finish it. It was I like two or three weeks it. ago. But It's whenever you start an alien conversation with when I was abducted, I immediately lose it. I'm excited for this week's though, because they got people that curl. Oh, oh no curling. way. Curling episode? I'm fucking hyped. They interviewed him on Thursday. They did this. Is this, the beard guy? 
No, it's it's uh, from some local like Rhode Island curling club, but I'm fucking in because I've always wanted to try it. Every year the winter every time the winter Olympics comes around, I'm like, we gotta find a place to do that. Well, that's the everyman yeah. sport. It is. Yeah. Like every other sport in the Olympics, summer or winter, it's like I could never do that if I fucking tried. Like you need to be right. blessed by God in order to do that sport. Yeah. Curling, it's like me, but I'm I could be half in the bag and probably be fairly competitive at curling. <laughs> as long as like I don't fall down holding I'll the broom, be. we're good to go. So literally, look at I the, could be half in the bag and be competitive. That, look at in the Olympics, the guys that do it. They look like us. They do. Like, that's why one I'm of in. us. Yeah. One of us. Uh, all right. Relum Devec with the next one. Where they fuck Mary Kill. Oh, oh man. All right. Fuck Mary Kill. Sandstorm by Darude. No. Did you see he did a live concert at F1? Did he? Yeah. Yeah. It was like he was performing it live, but it was on TV everywhere. Yeah. And like the crowd was going fucking nuts. And I would too. So Sandstorm by Darude. Better Off Alone by Alice DJ. I'll give you a pass that you wrote DJ wrong. I don't know that song. Uh, What? What? Yeah, you do. You would know it if you heard it. If I heard it, probably. Just Oh, I know it. Yes, I do. Sorry. You're and right. every time we touch by Cascada. Oh, oh, that is hard. That's easy. I mean, I'm marrying Darude. I'm marrying Sandstorm. Fucking every time we touch and killing. I got a feeling or whatever. That yeah. Is. You know what? I'm better with off Norm. alone. I'm with yeah. Norm. I'm with by, Norm. You're killing off Alice DJ. Yeah. Get out. Because the other options are Sandstorm and every time we touch. I'm Oh, shit. <laughs> What? Where's yeah, the this, kazoo? This was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where's the kazoo? <laughs> we don't have it. Sorry, guys. I don't know if I can do that one. What? Hold on, I gotta go you can do, you can do Sandstorm. No, oh, this is worth the Just wait, put your folks. Mouth on it and blow it. It's easy. What? What? I don't remember how to do it. All right. There it is. He's hits back. He remembers how to do it, guys. <laughs> The high note's hard. Bring, bring back Sandstorm. Yes. Yes. The buildup. Oh, my God. Here it comes. You can feel it. Can you feel it? I don't know the lungs for this shit anymore. We're skipping the long part. <laughs> you can just drop it. Now I'm laughing too hard. Where did my lungs go? I know. Um, I am Do going. Better. <laughs> I've got a knife pulled on me. I am going to kill off every time we touch. Uh, I pains me to say it, but I'm going to nice. kill off every time we touch. I am going to fuck Sandstorm and marry Better Off Alone. Yes, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I'll give you that. You're answering with Norm? I'm going with Norm, yeah. I'm answering with you. Yeah! Ooh, how can you? Better See, Off Alone is arguably one of the best dance I'm tracks gonna to, ever. I'm going to have to re-listen to that after the pod. How can you not marry Sandstorm? It's the greatest of all time. I had the biggest crush on the girl that sang all for- right. Yeah, I get you. I feel Alice that. DJ. I feel that. And you know Dash Berlin? No. DJ that I've loved forever. Sure. He is actually the writer of that song as well. 
Oh, okay. And he was the actual How do you DJ write, of Alice DJ. How do you write, write a Beepity dubstep boop. song? <laughs> like, all right, you're going to go, you grab a burr, 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 and then you're going to drop, and then you're going to go burr, 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 again. You prefer producer? Sick. Yeah, that works. That I like works. Yeah. Producer, um, producer. All right. Sam Valley 95. If you were going to rewatch a full cup season, which one would it be? Oh, dude, honestly, 1980. Like the Dale Jr. podcast where they did the 79, 79 season. 79, yeah. Got me so hyped. That was a for the next season they're gonna do. That was a. I would great love to watch the eighty series before he. You can. It's season. on the what was it NASCAR right. Classics. Yeah, that was such a great podcast series, dude. It was so. Yeah. Good. I'm like becoming makes this a TV yeah. show. HBO buy this. Oh God! In just every year, just a NASCAR season. Um, so I think I'd want to go back again, relive childhood. Was it ninety seven? Jeff won thirteen races in. Like, yeah, that was the Jeff and Mark year. The Jeff and Mark year. Yep, that was insane. Like. Those from like 95 to 99, where every year felt like it would come down to the last couple races. Yeah. You know, I'm going to go with the the 97 as well. Yeah. Yeah. Corey, if not a late 90s one, I would say more recent 2011 when Stewart won. Was that the okay. year? Was that the year he went on the tear? That at was the, the end? year he went yeah. on the tear. When yeah. he like yeah. tied with Carl Edwards yeah. or was yeah. that 14? No, I think that. Was that, that was 14. That was 14. Was it 14? 11 was the year where he like wasn't there and then the playoffs started and he just won everything. Yeah, yeah. that's. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and last but not least, L98 Jake says, happy birthday to me. Another year with y'all. Another year well spent. Here's to more. Thank you. Happy birthday, bro. Birthday. Happy birthday, brother. Fuck. We appreciate coming. you. Happy Mine's, birthday. Mine is rapidly approaching. Coming close. 36. I'll be able to celebrate mine in Daytona. Hold on, that's gonna be your birthday week every yeah. year, baby. That <gasps> we talked about it the year before that we were gonna bring him for his birthday. Now we're actually bringing we him for his birthday. Did. Also, we're we, doing it now. Are we gonna be able to do it live? What's gonna happen on the uh, what is it? I think the Wednesday we're there or the Tuesday we're there. We're gonna all go for one big family Valentine's Day dinner. Yeah, oh, Coyote Ugly. That. Yeah. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> Fucking the sucked. girls will be hyped. Yeah. <laughs> Steph, the two Stephs will be sitting at the room while we go out for a Valentine's Day dinner at Coyote Ugly. Hooters it is. Okay. Hooters across from the track. Let's go. And then we're all going to make out on the beach. Hold you on. girls can stay back. Hold you on. Need to come. I have brought Steph to Hooters on Valentine's never Day before. What? The, the old Hooters Just on eight. Route 1. Yep. Uh, fuck. It was 2010. It was the day we picked up her first Mark Six, the white one that got totaled. Wait, so you, she married you after you took her to Hooters on Valentine's Day? We that was so, actually what sealed the deal. Oh, hold on, <laughs> Saint. I don't know why this fucking memory is so vivid. We drove down there because Ken Lynn was there and a couple other people we knew. Yep. And it was the night that Jamie McMurray won the Daytona 500. Oh, nice. We watched that at the Hooters in I think that was Saugus, the one on Route One. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember she was terrified because her Mark Six was a standard. She knew how to drive a standard, but she hadn't done it like a ton. Yeah, she had to like pull out onto Route One. For those listening, Route One uh, in Saugus, north of Boston, is a a racetrack. It's it's yeah, yeah, and it's just laced with businesses and restaurants and dealerships and whatever. Everybody does, and you have to pull out of that parking lot going mock Jesus. You basically (laughs) leave any parking lot on Route One like you're leaving a pit stall. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like jack drop gotta go that's exactly what it is i do yeah. it in my work van and i'm just like go around yeah but dude, <laughs> give it all i've got i don't know why i remember that but we picked up the this was back ken used to go to hooters every valentine's day yep. he was like if anyone wants to come and i was like let's go hang out with ken at hooters and she was like all right cool so we drove the car down watched the daytona 500 at hooters on valentine's day yeah 
Uh, oh, it's great. Good times. Well, that does it for yet another episode of the Loose is Fast podcast, the first off-season episode. We got plenty more coming. Don't worry. We're not going anywhere. Uh, I think we're planning on so we'll have doing every other week for the yeah. vast majority of the off-season. We may skip one. Don't sue us. But uh, the plan as of current, we will be doing every other week. Yeah. So right now, we'll have, bring us up to Daytona. We'll have another week. So we'll have one more episode, then the holiday extravaganza. Yeah, one more episode before the holiday. Because we're gonna, it's gonna. We were looking at the the weeks earlier. Basically, we'll skip next week. We'll have an episode. Skip the week after. Then it's the week before Christmas. We'll do an episode. We we'll do our Christmas. Christmas episode. falls on a Monday, so we ain't doing one that week. We doing our uh, our card idea next episode. I think we should. Maybe. I feel like it's too early. No, you got to do it early. You got to. You got to call the shot early. I mean, yeah. we don't even know. Like four or five drivers. Yeah, we don't even know half the fucking cars. Yeah. yeah, but it's got to be general statements. All right, we'll figure it out. We'll They're vague enough. We well, got two weeks to talk to figure. I out. I already have all mine figured out. Well, we need, to, we need to do. I'm really excited about it. That's the best idea. In case we can like, like fight each other's options, because coming out and being like, Chase Elliott will get one win. No, we said we can't be that. No, we got to veto each other. Yeah, so we we're gonna have to have that option. So we have to do it plenty in advance to make adjustments. Yeah, I mean, mine are already ready, so get to work. Boys, you got two weeks. I'm just going to wait till that night and do them here. Yeah. Uh, all right, so <laughs> that does it for us Paper. this week. Uh, share it. Tag us. Do that. Do the thing. Follow us on the internets. At fast underscore pod. I'm Kyle Belcher. Nice. No, oh, hey, I'm Dan Walker. No, Pate, I got new shoes. Yeah, of course. Go I got new shoes. <laughs> All right, sweet feet. We'll catch you next time. <laughs> Peace out, Girl Scouts. Play Mambo number five.